Welcome to the Latte and Foam podcast, hosted by Kayla and Yana, owners of Lovely Ink Otome Games, helping you to fall in love your way. To support our vision for a more interactive and customizable experience with Otome Games, check out our Ko-Fi account at www.ko-fi.com slash lovelyink underscore Otome. That's ko-fi.com slash L-O-V-E-L-Y I-N-C underscore O-T-O-M-E ko-fi.com forward slash lovelyink underscore Otome. This podcast was originally recorded in video format on YouTube. Visit youtube.com forward slash at latte and foam or check the show notes for a direct link to get the video experience. Enjoy the show. Okay, guys, welcome back to part two of the Starcross Myth Boy Rank Latte and Foam Pod. Obviously, we're in the same outfits. We're like thugging it out for a full day on this, but it's gonna be so long, so we split it into three. If you're curious and just stumbling on this video about the general plot and the non-spoiler aspects of our review of Starcross Myth, definitely check out the first video. This video is just going to be going over our next two guys, which are Lou and Igo. Yes. Yeah, Lou and I go in this. And we're gonna go point by point, so there is a lot of spoilers, so make sure you've already played it or are not interested in playing it yeah. without spoilers. But yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and get started. I'm starting this time breaking down the plot of, honestly, I don't know how to say his like full name. We just call him Lou because he that's his like shortened nickname within the route. I think it's Toxelove. Yeah, Tox so I would say Toxelove. We're gonna go with Lou. <laughs> Always gonna be Lou to me. Lou is also part of the second wave cast, just much like forgetting Carno. his name already. Carno was, which was the last one that we did in the first video. Um, so that's kind of like where you're leaving off from. So when you meet Lou in the prologue, you describe him as elegant, sophisticated, tall and thin. And you do keep those thoughts about him, but he definitely comes across as more down to earth, in my opinion, than like high and mighty and sophisticated, mm -hmm. which a lot of the guys are, but his particular like brand of flirting is kind of a little bit Southern. Like he has a bit of a Southern accent. I was like, where did he get it? Like, It doesn't make any sense. Like he says things like little lady and like, we'll get to it. Like, I don't know how to like, I need to put examples on the screen of like his Southernness. Yeah. There, there's multiple things that he said. And he said like, he's so sophisticated. I'm like, in what way? Yeah, like he's kind of eloquent in the prologue, but then like as soon as you're on his route, he starts kind of speaking like that. He's also very flirty, but I found like the way that he was flirty kind of refreshing. Some of the other ones come off like in a different way. Like Leon comes off like a sex god, which I didn't get that vibe from Lou at all. And then Tio obviously came off just like a needy little wet noodle stuffed animal thing. Whereas Lou comes off as like charming and I find him funny. <laughs> But starting his route, all the other gods are like, wow, you really suck at picking men. And they all make it seem like you're just insane. But funnily enough, like not that much happens in the beginning that makes me think anything negative about him. Like he doesn't do anything that like justifies the way they're talking about him. When she picks Tio, they're like, what a bad choice. When she picks Leon, they're like, what a bad choice. If she, when she picks Scorpio, they're like, are you dumb? So it's like, She's obvious, like, you're, this says more about you guys than it does about her, because she doesn't know you. So then, like, wow, what a poor choice. 
when she picks Icathus, they're like, are you dumb? <laughs> like, and they all just want her to pick them, so obviously yeah, they don't like four, it. Four, that's like uh, five out of the 12 people that she picks, that they're like, no, wouldn't do it. They specifically say like their reasoning that she shouldn't pick him is because he's the biggest playboy in the heavens. And you're just like, hmm, okay. I didn't really see it, but okay. Um, but anyways, uh, let me see. He doesn't say no though, that's the problem. Yeah, he doesn't like fight back that he's not. He just like stays the way he is and like MC's just like, huh, I don't really see that for him. I would say too, for them all being like flirty, like me dating them, I'd be very insecure all the time. I'd be like, so who you got at the house? Because clearly they know where you're at all the time because they just show up. Yeah, like you can't trust them, especially like once you get to the heavens, it's like now I'm competing with like full-blown goddesses. <laughs> Zig then commands that you will be under 24-hour protection by Lou and he tries this pickup line where he's like, have we met before? At least that's what you think it is at first. Like he's like doing some weird pickup line. I was so thrown off by that. I know, I was. it was so random. And then he's like, oh, I was just kidding, little lady. So it's just like him flirting, like being a little weird. And that's why I found him kind of funny. Cause I'm like, he just has weird stuff. Like he's not being like- They leaned into the little lady so hard. Like, <laughs> so hard. He says like, nah, a lot too. That's <laughs> another one. So he comes back with you to your condo because he's going to be watching you from now on. And he breaks the ice with you. And then you start talking about the heavens. And he mentions that gods can actually die more often than you might think, which is interesting because that's not really discussed in any of the other routes. He says that they can lose the stars in their eyes. They can be sentenced to death for a horrific crime or they can be murdered. He like gets really serious when he says that. And then he like breaks the mood again. It's like, oh, girls just like when I'm serious. And you're just like, okay. It is country because Hugh says they never die. And then yeah. everybody else's route, they're like, there are. And then in like Leon's route, when something happens, somebody falls from grace, but they didn't say they die. Like the, the way that God's leave or something happens changes through all the routes so they clearly set this up to set like what the rules are for this route to like make it make sense for this route which is yeah. but still i didn't really like because once um like we finish going through the plot you'll see what i mean but like they gods still don't die often so for him to say like i guess he's like saying it's subjective like they die more often than you think i took that initially like oh gods are dying a lot but it's just like, it's not zero. Like they can die is more like what he probably meant. The next morning, you're somehow shocked that he's coming to work with you, even though 24 seven means 24 seven. Like, come on, girly Bob. You protest that and he looks, you're saying like he looks too strange for that. So he turns on the TV and like the first thing that comes on is like a boy band commercial. It's like hero dancing. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'll just like do that outfit. So he snaps his fingers and then he puts on the outfit. <laughs> Anyways, once you're at work, he just sits in the lobby and like chills and like watches you at the ticket stand with Hiori. And so Hiori's like, oh my God, like that super hot guy in the lobby is totally checking you out. And then you like look and lock eyes with Lou. And she's like, oh, you guys are dating. Just like, I don't know, they're not like so. She doesn't even like, get an explanation. She's not like, oh my God, did you just see that guy lock eyes with you? She's like, that's your man? Yeah, she's Crazy. like, now I know you're dating because I saw the look in your eyes. And you're just like, okay. I need like a little more lore on Kiori. Like what's her teeth? But anyways, um, with Lou sitting there, like after a while, like he seems to like kind of get bored. So like when people like come up to him, like these, oh, these old ladies, I think they like come stop by and they like ask him because they think he works there because he's been standing there for a while. And he just starts like talking to them about the stars. And then all of a sudden, like a kind of a crowd amasses. So like kind of in the similar way to where like Tio like draws a, a crowd. It's kind of like that, but like, I am so sorry for the amount of times that I inject the word like and kind of 
into my sentences as I'm speaking. As I know, if you're not from the American Valley, you probably find me so annoying. Yes, I have a very bad Valley Girl accent and I try to stop, but when I get excited, it just comes out like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> Shut up, Kayla, I'm so sorry. It's like, it's more like casual with Lou. Like he's yeah. not purposely being like, ladies love me. Yeah, but like, don't be, first of all, don't be telling him about the stars. Don't be trying to take my job. <laughs> I know, right? Like, it's bad enough that I'm being hunted, but now you're trying to make me unemployed. <laughs> but then um, he already's like, they're kind of like blocking the way. Like we, maybe we should tell your boyfriend to like, Simmer down. She can be so dramatic too. She'd be like, oh god, what are we gonna do? Like, ma'am, who's coming to the planetarium that often? I know, as if like you need a clear path. <laughs> if you go in like, hey, like we need to break it up, and so he's like, bye little ladies. And then you say something to effect of like, oh, so you really are a ladies man. And then he's just like, nah, I'm just killing time. So that's like how it kind of differs with them. It's like, he's just not into the ladies like the other guys are. She got mad too, like they came to him, not the other way around. Like he right. I would defend Tio, like Tio didn't draw them in. That's the problem with his route, is that for someone who wants attention so bad, he got it naturally. So it's like, what well, part of it that you want so bad? But then he like says on the route, like he's jealous of guys who can get it naturally, whereas he has to try. And I'm like, no, you when don't. did you try? Like. <laughs> When do you do that? I think he does though. I think he's like, hey ladies. Like if he sees someone, I could see Tio like trying. They don't say what he does, but like that's like how I picture him with this person. I assume he's also comparing himself to like Leon, who's more powerful than him. So they would glob onto More them naturally. Die. Yeah. Um, so then as you guys are walking home, you're just kind of talking. And I appreciate that he mentions that he noticed you're a really hard worker because I played this like right after Tio's and Tio doesn't say like one good thing to you. Like he never compliments you or anything. So, and it just seemed like he was kind of shallow. So I appreciated Lou like actually paying attention and then complimenting something like deeper that I actually care about. Like, cause me personally, I feel like I have a good work ethic. So if somebody like said like, oh, you work really hard. Like I would like really like that compliment as opposed to like, you look cute or something. Um, I know, so I like, I know. Like, you don't have to say that. <laughs> the moment is sadly shattered when Crow and Serve show up to stop you in your tracks. Serve. <laughs> serve. He's a serve. <laughs> oh my god. That would be amazing. So Lou starts fighting them and reveals one of his powers as a heavenly archer. But then the Dark King ends up showing up and shit gets like really serious. And <laughs> this is the first time I saw the Dark King because this was. <laughs> I had already seen them, so I was like, when you were like, be serious, and I was like, we mean. I had never seen it because I didn't play anyone from the second um, wave. And I was just like, is this man being for real right now? Like, it's literally just the king sprite, like with white face paint and like black outfit on. And the eye mask really sets it over the edge for me. It Why looks do you have an edge? ridiculous. It looks like he works at Party City. Like, I just can't. I would like to go the Lord of the King because for some reason in my mind, I feel like either A, they're twins and then they're they are twins. They're twins. Yeah. Like, as well. well, they are, but like, you know what I mean? Like, if that really is what they meant to do with the lore. But yeah, that was that. Lou ends up getting pretty injured though as he's fighting the three of them. Like he doesn't act like he's hurt or anything, but he but MC comments that there's like blood dripping from his arms and stuff. Because yeah, it's not ripped in the sprite at all. Oh, not at all. Another thing in eyes is like he has that tattoo, but it's not in any of the sprites. It pisses so me off. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's right there. And then there's just like faded away. How would you know? You wouldn't know. Like, oh my god, it's not there. It's like it hasn't been there for the past eight chapters. Sorry guys. You'll know what we mean in a minute on that. But anyways, he gets pretty injured. He seems unaffected by it. And then the Dark King just like stops the fight and he's like, 
that's enough for now, we'll come back later, which was weird to me because there was really no reason to stop fighting him later. He said he wasn't powerful enough. Oh, okay. So, like, garnering his power. Like he realized he was gonna lose, but it's like, then just finish off a job. I would also like to point this out very consistent on how he like came up, because remember they were saying like, he's still sealed away, like he can't get out. He's so not sealed at all in this. So he's, what do you mean? He's blowing up constantly. I would like to see the seal, I guess I want to know what you're talking about. Yeah, I really need more lore on yeah, that. Yeah, we tape or no. <laughs> Is it like just a snip? <laughs> um, so as soon as they leave, you're freaking out because Lou is bleeding and he says it's fine. But then you call back to the previous night when he told you that gods can die at the hands of other powerful beings and then he feels guilty for scaring you basically. He should. And he says he'll be more careful next time and not to worry. Cute. Whatever. Then they go to the mansion right away to spill the tea of what just happened and they start to worry that the earth isn't safe for you anymore to be there. So you have to go to the heavens with Lou to keep safe. Like that's the better plan. When you get there, you and Lou have an audience with the king immediately. And you notice that he's like super comfortable and confident talking to the king, whereas you notice the other gods are a little more nervous. So you ask him about that when you're in the hall after. And he's like, oh yeah, like the king, I've known him since I was like a little kid. Like my whole family is like pal palace clerics for generations. So I'm just like used to him being around. It's like a family friend. The king sending them all to go do this, but not doing it himself to reseal is actually kind of funny. And I haven't thought about it until right now. Like yeah. you're doing all this extra stuff and I get it. It's like plot specific, but I'm like, I don't get it. Why are you doing? I know. Like, what are you sick? Do? Are you hurt? Like, what? I'm just confused. He does, like, nothing. He helps no one. Yeah, like, what makes him the supreme being? They really need to work on the world building. As you're walking through the halls, you start to think about how you're so unsure about what's to come, and you start to get scared just about the whole situation because you were just, like, confronted with the Dark King and Lou getting um, injured and everything, and you're just, like, thinking about it in your mind. Um, but Lou picks up on your uneasiness, and he's like, let's take a detour to try and distract you. And he takes you to this really beautiful lake. This is actually a really nice background because as we said, the backgrounds can be hit or miss, but I liked this one. It's like a nice lake and there's like forest around it and there's a Sagittarius sculpture in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, and as you talk to Lou there, you start to notice that he picks up on, on a lot of things about you. Cause you're like, oh, he noticed that I was uneasy. Mm -hmm. He noticed about me being a hard worker. And that's like the first signs of you being like, hmm, I might kind of like him. Then he tells you the lore about the statue in the middle being a dedication to his father's best friend and his father's best friend's wife. So his dad used to just take him to this lake a lot. So they would sit here, um, you know, with the memorial and he would paint and he would like paint the statue and paint scenery and different things like that. Um, so that's like a little tidbit about him. Then when you're, start, you're starting to be head back into the palace, you can find the room that you're gonna be staying in in the heavens. You then run into Lou's father and he's like right away like, oh my God, it's the goddess of fate. It's so nice to meet you. And he insists that you guys come have dinner with him and his wife. And at first Lou's worried because he thought you would be tired after everything that you went through today. But at this point, you're kind of like interested in Lou and like what he's about because you haven't learned that much about him yet. So you're like, I want to go, like I'm fine. Yeah. And when you get there, I want to say how she interprets this is so funny. <laughs> when you get there, um, you meet Lou's mom, Sophia who finds, um, who you find out calls Lou Louie, which I thought was so cute. I just love Louie. I call Princeton Louie sometimes. I wish they would have shown them on the screen because it's so awesome. Yes, I know. They're not on the screen and they're major gods. And that Kiss by the Bad is Bitter like art room background is like so dark and rough to be like their house. It was weird to me. <laughs> so then you sit down for dinner and you see some of little Louis' old paintings on the wall and it's kind of a cute moment, but then he says like, oh, I don't really paint anymore. Like when it gets to that point, I'm like, oh, do you have anything more recent? 
He's like, nah. Then Lou's parents end up mistaking the two of you for a couple, and Lou has to explain that he's actually just guarding you because of the Dark King, and as soon as he says that, his dad is like, oh, no, no, you're not gonna be facing the Dark King, are you? Like, I don't like that at all. Yeah. And Lou is like, do you know him or something? Like, have you met him? And Lou's dad, Nasir, is like, no, I haven't met him, but I know what kind of wreckage that he could leave behind. And yeah. he gets, like, all sad, which then led me to believe, like, okay, maybe the Dark King killed his best friend, uh, but anyways, Lou um, lightens the mood. That's like one of his traits. It's like whenever anything's gonna be dark, he like lightens the mood. So he lightens the mood the best he can. And then after dinner, he then takes you to your guest room. In her internal thoughts while they're at dinner, she points out because they think that she's a couple. Lou, it's it's said that they've never brought anybody. He's never brought anybody home. Yeah. So she's like, oh, does that mean like I'm special? And it's like, no, because when they're in the hallway, they run into his dad by chance. And then the dad- Cause she's oh. the one who insists on going. Yeah, cause she, if, if, if she didn't insist, they wouldn't have kept extending it. So like, yeah. this is so funny. Cause she legitimately is not convinced herself that. She's like- She's like, there might be a little something between us. I feel like just when you meet a guy's parents, you just instantly kind of feel that way. Cause it's just funny. Like she says this and I'm like, but you okay. Like, the conclusion that you jumped to to get like the hoops you just went through to get there is incorrect, but I feel it. Like, I yeah. have to go. Like, I'm like some you. parts of her is like delusional, but I can also be delusional, so I also kind of relate to it. So I'm like, is she delusional or is she like iconic? I because like, I get why she got there. So it's not a bad thing, it's just funny. Cause I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> So once you get to the guest room, you start to um, come to terms with the fact that Lou doesn't really seem to be a playboy. Like in your mind, you're starting to think like, I don't think, if I'm the first girl that went to his house, like you were saying, then he must not be a playboy. And that's not real. If he's a playboy, <laughs> why would he bring all these women to his yeah, parents? That's not how that works, but that's like how she comes to the conclusion as one thing. And then she's also like, he flirts, but he never like actually acts on anything. Like whereas like Leon, he's like, I'm gonna like, unbutton your shirt like that's not happening with yeah. um Lou. Although, uh we'll get to leon when we get to leon she like misinterprets stuff and he's like are you okay <laughs> he does that on purpose though yeah, i feel like so he funny. knows what he's doing and then you kind of like get sad at that at the thought that you're like you're like wait he really never touches me like he has no interest in me starved all of a sudden <laughs> she's like i can see it she never talks about her parents like in any example that she uses of like love and like how much she cares she's never like how i love my mom or my dad she's like never glory that's it <laughs> that's all she has <laughs> it's like so funny how much free time she has and i'm like no that makes sense because i know in like later seasons she says that her parents don't live in tokyo yeah. So that's why she doesn't see them, but I'm like, when the world's about to end, you don't think, well, sucks at all too. Goodbye to my parents. Yeah, like she doesn't ever call back to them. So we end up telling him, because you're having those thoughts, you're like, let me just say, say it, put it on the line. I think I was wrong about you. <laughs> I think you're actually a gentleman. And that he really does care about people and notice people's feelings. And he's like a little taken aback, like it kind of breaks his little, like he has like a pretty like cool demeanor and it kind of like breaks his demeanor a little bit. He's like taken aback. Well, okay, his hair reminds me of Kyosuke. I just <laughs> thought about that. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. Like when I first was going to Lou, I didn't think I would like him because he gives me kind of like old school vibes. Cause it's like, Kyosuke I feel like has a more modern take on that haircut. But Lou is giving me like James Dean. Like it's giving Austin Butler after filming Elvis. Like it's not giving people to me like at all. So I was surprised at myself, but by this point I was actually starting to like him. Austin Butler's never gonna get rid of that voice. He's playing in Dune. I fear we're never gonna get away from that. I'm so scared of that. <laughs> 
But he's taken aback and he says he's never been told that before and he's like, I've never even spent this much time with a girl before one-on-one -on -one. and also that he didn't think that you were paying that much attention to him. Um, so he was like surprised. I want to say to you, sorry, to sidebar. He's the only one that takes her to the guest room. I think that's like a really cool, unique thing. Yeah. Because I love that guest room too. All background. of them could do that, like the, that are from his prologue, and they're all like, you gotta stay in my room. <laughs> He's like, he has a little bit of a arm's distance for her. Um, so then for the first time, he actually gets close up to her and says, since you're watching me so close already, why not go even deeper and get to know the real me? Be my girl for real this time? <laughs> and it gives you like a flashback to when you first met him because he said, you're my girl now or something like that when you picked him. Um, but I thought it was kind of funny to me because the way that she thinks like has the flashback is as though this was like a while ago back when we first met. Like if me and Yon were to call back to the day we first met like 20 freaking years ago. But this was not even 48 hours ago. <laughs> At this point, yeah. she met him 48 hours ago. Anyways, she knows- <laughs> Okay, she jumping to new heights. <laughs> she goes quick in this rock, guys. Anyway, she notices that this time, him saying it, her heart is actually beating versus like when they first met, he was just like, whatever. Um, so she gets kind of flustered at that thought and then she laughs and says, oh, you're just messing with me again. And he's like, maybe, maybe not. And she takes note of that, that he's being a little bit different than usual um, when he usually messes with her though. Like his demeanor is just a little different. And then they say goodnight. Then there's a few days time skip where she's just peacefully helping Lou like with his job. And she starts to think it's been weird because she hasn't seen the other 11 gods that they left behind on earth. Like they haven't come up to heaven at all and it's been like days. So you ask Lou and he's like, it's actually been getting a lot worse down there and the earth is starting to be affected. So that's why the others have been busy and not come back to the heavens. When you start to get worried though, he reassures you and says, even if the dark king shows up, he's gonna be able to protect you. But him saying that just makes you even more worried about him and you say not to do anything reckless thinking back on how he got cut up last time that he was finding the dark king and he tells you like don't worry about it even if he does get hurt he's replaceable so just worry about like your own safety and that of the earth like so you can get another guardian if need be but this only causes you to have an outburst that you would never want him to be replaced but he just brushes it off and says that's sweet but this is his job and then he tries to make jokes and stuff to lighten the mood again and he said there's no better way to die than protecting a woman you know but then you get super serious at him saying that like triggers you and you're like well if you die i'd rather die with you than live on without you that's so wonderful <laughs> girlfriend stop <laughs> get back in the car like girlfriend stop get back in the car it's been less than a week at this point and you're ready to throw away your life so this is like it hurts me so bad because there's so many good moments and it's like such a good start to the route. And I was like, yeah, like I'm kind of feeling him and stuff, you know? And then she just takes it like, I want to die for you. And I was like, this name, is too fast. Name two other facts you know about him. You know nothing about him. You know that he used to paint and doesn't anymore. Like that's basically it. If you ask Lou right then and there, be like, hey Lou, do you know my parents' name? He's gonna be like, who? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did what with who? What? If you said, Lou, what's my job title? He'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Little lady, I don't know. <laughs> and then, then you just say you're gonna die for him. And again, this is what kills me though about this is that she's not, her self-sacrificial thought process sounds like so intense for feelings. It's actually frustrating. Yeah. They haven't told you now that if they're going after you that you hold the key to not throw the entire world out of balance and your thought process was, if I die, that wouldn't do anything. Like, 
that pisses me off about her because it sounds like she's so self-sacrificial and sometimes it's great but like it's really not like in anime and stuff i'm like i'll just sacrifice myself like you're so frustrating that you're putting everybody else at risk so yeah you seem great and you're not in her mind she's like well if i'm not even here anymore then there's there's no key for them to get to like yeah. unseal things and but it's like, like they've told you now so many times that's literally not how it works it's just weird because normally by this point in other routes it's still so early on that she's just like oh, i just want to go back to my normal life like i'm tired of doing this or whatever and she's just like f my normal life like throw it all out the window and it's just like very out of nowhere and they kind of agree though because they're saying like the goddess of fate did the same thing i'm like no what she did was basically when she was the goddess of fate she did it to protect the world all yes, after spending so a you know. yeah, and it's after spending a very long time with the humans and like having a connection with them, so that when they lose the ability to love, she feels like she wants to give that back to them. It's a much more grand gesture, whereas this is just like it's been less than a week, and just this guy, you just don't want to not be around him because he's like your bodyguard, and you really like your bodyguard. It like that's like what dumb. it is. Lou gets super serious when she like basically says, "Let's make a suicide pact," and he's like. Don't ever joke about that again. Four guys have a suicide Anyways, then he's just like, well, my break's over. And, like, and that cuts the conversation. So then it cuts to a couple days later and the other gods finally make it back to the heavens to report on how things have been on earth. And they end up telling you that there have been wars breaking out, natural disasters, and all kinds of strife. Yeah, it's been a few days. And they seem to have a plan to like do something about that though, I guess. Tio then changes the subject to you and Lou seeming a lot closer than you were before. So you all talk about that for a little minute and they point out it's been almost two weeks that they've that you guys have been hanging out, which is such a short amount of time. But in her mind, she's like, wow, yeah, it has been a while. Like <laughs> it's been almost two weeks now, which she's driven for that. But then oh, in yeah. a big I was like, twist. Two weeks? That shocked me when they said I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> then in a twist, Tio is like, Two weeks, you know what that means. It's almost time for you two to split up. And Tio drops the bombshell that Lou has only ever had two week flings max with a girl, and then he won't see that girl ever again. And Lou is like, that's enough, Tio. And Tio's like, but it's true. He'll be good to you and devoted, but only for two weeks. And obviously you're like, damn, being like you just got kicked in the back of the knees because you were just about to die for this man a few days ago. And now you found out that he's not even about it like that. This was crazy too. Nobody asked her to die for you. Know? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> if you played Amnesia, there's a route Iki where he only dates girls for like two or three months. So it kind of reminds me of that. But I'm just saying, like, if, if she had like used that, like I was willing to die for you not to hear your I've been like, who asked you to do that? I told you not to. But like her feelings were that strong, and then like to just find out that he's just like, this is my job, and also this is only a two week thing. It's and my crazy. Said that to me, I've been like. Wow, it's so sad we have to put you in a mental institution. I know, like, she needs to get better friends because he always kind of delusional too. She's just like, your boyfriend, which she doesn't even know so much. She's <laughs> looking for a boyfriend. I see that. <laughs> so Tio is like, he just is with them until he gets them into bed and I'm sick. And then Lou is like, oh, you're making it sound so much worse than it is. It's that. <laughs> and he ends up just telling her, it's don't worry, like, I'm going to keep guarding you, little lady, even if it takes more than two weeks. And you're just like, Bro, he doesn't he's even. Admitting that that's what it is. Yeah, so you're just like, so he doesn't even care about me, when and I'm over here, it? huh? When does he say that he does? 
She you you her. assume that, yeah. So like, but the, in her mind, she's like, damn, so he doesn't even care about me. Because mm -hmm. like when he says, oh, don't worry, I'll keep guarding you. It's like, no big deal because we're not really dating. I would like, say, so. even if I, like, I wouldn't do the suicide path, but if he said that, especially in front of people, I would literally throw up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> you don't count, you're not my type. He didn't say that, but like, that's like how she takes it. Well, yeah, <laughs> So she's over here in love, but meanwhile, he doesn't really care. And then Carter was like, maybe we should just stop talking about this because he picks up on the fact that she's like sick. So and then Lou is just like, all right, well, moving on. How's life on earth, fellas? And I was so shook when he just, when he just switched the topic and didn't even notice because he had been picking up on things about her. But then at this moment, he's just like, he's like a, a distant all of a sudden. Um, so you just decide to excuse yourself at that point because you just can't take it. And you start reminiscing on those first 48 hours you spent together <laughs> to get to the lake from his childhood and his parents' house. And you feel stupid for thinking you were something special. You are, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's the thing. The lake, I can see why she thought she was special. You invited yourself to his parents' house. So you're mad <laughs> that it wasn't special? Are you serious? She just thought those were special moments. Anyways. In a confusing twist, you downplay yourself all of a sudden, even though she's been getting all these grand feelings. You're like, well, you know, I was only just starting to like him. I can oh, I'm so dead. Me. Me. <laughs> In the end, I can just get over him. Which is crazy. Because <laughs> seconds ago, you were like, I will jump off a cliff if you say anything. Say the word. I would never leave you. I love you so much. I'm so glad we're together. One thing feels off like I feel like I'm getting played for a fool. I'm just kidding. Bro, it was never that serious. I said that to you, but I was totally just joking. I didn't put the LOLs where I was supposed to do in the text. I'm sorry. And I was just like, you said you'd die for him, but okay, girl. Then you circle back and you're thinking again because you just start going in circles. You're spiraling. I would have, no, I can, I can get her caught in my friend because for me, I know he's a bad, I'm pretty sure he's gonna check on me. I have to come up with a thugger ass line. <laughs> I'm good, like I don't even care. <laughs> you start circling back thinking like, well, he did save me regardless of this whole two weeks things. And I just can't believe that the moments that we did share weren't real. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> Voltage pulls like kind of a poetic line because a lot of times it's pretty simple sentence structures, so I specifically wrote this line down. Sometimes it's simple predicate and predicate, like that's it. Yeah, that's all you get. But this time they have her say, dueling feelings. My desire to forget about him and the love burgeoning in my heart crash over me again and again, like waves breaking on a shore. That's crazy. And I was like, damn, like she's Shakespeare. Anyways, after all that trauma, she curled up in a ball for like God knows how long. She doesn't even know how long it's been because she's just like kind of like crying, thinking, sleeping, whatever she's doing. And then all of a sudden, Lou comes to the door and I would be crying. She answers the door. She's like, "What's up?" She literally says, "What's up?" What is what's what's cracking at me? And in that moment, I was like, "She's kind of an icon." <laughs> That would be you and I so bad. Like you and I have been like in moments. I, there's a no need to get specific, but like I don't know. We'll be like, we're getting out. <laughs> we'll have like the most soul crushing conversation, and they'll be like, that's crazy. Want to get Dairy Queen? Like just anything. 
People um, watch um, 15 more episodes of Skippy or no? Yeah. And then Michael comes in like, are you guys okay? Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> I feel like at first Michael was genuinely concerned for us. And then like the fact that he ignores and slams doors on us is so crazy. It hurts my heart. Because <laughs> we're being too loud. <laughs> he's like, mm. It's like he's saying that he's literally just closing the door. That's literally just how the door closes. But it just sounds so it's, much like it's he's... It's only when we're getting... <laughs> Chaotic. And now knowing that we were so loud that like you can hear us from the outside is so funny. <laughs> it's so we cracked on the neighbors so bad. So it's like Jesus. <laughs> he said like sensitive things. <laughs> Anyways, so after her saying what's up, um, <laughs> she's of course on edge still. Um, but again, she makes it seem like it's been forever since she's seen him when in reality she left the hall to come in her room, cried, napped, and now he's back here again. So it's been like a few hours in my Me. opinion at best. But she's like, it's been so long since we talked face to face in her head. And I'm like, girl. You're so <laughs> dramatic. Anyways, it's like, why Why couldn't they actually just space it out? Like, why did they have to make everything so they quick? They should have made it that she avoids him for like days. Yes. And she opts to hang out with the other gods so that she can like purposely avoid Blue. Yeah, like build the tension. And anyway. what about your guys' job? I feel like we actually all do the same thing. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so after she said, what's up? He hits her with, is that stuff from earlier bothering you? You know it is. <laughs> And they have like the most childish little convo. Like she's like, what stuff? She wanted to face him. Cause I didn't get her. Yeah, she's looking away. I heard it and I didn't see that one. I think I actually missed it. That, Cause I was like, why is he not on the screen? Yeah. Cause he's literally like, so what about that stuff? And you're like, what stuff? And he's like, the stuff about me. And then she's like, oh that? No. He's like, oh, so it didn't bother you? And you're like, nah. Then he's like, why are you talking in that sad little voice then? And then he says, he's sorry for all that stuff that was getting brought up in front of her. And then he said, I can't believe you hate me so much that you don't even want to look me in the eye. So he like is addressing the fact that she's not looking at him. So of course, MC finally turns to face him and he's still flirting with you heavily, playing with your heart. He even says, if you make such cute faces like that, he's going to have to kiss you. And you just say, what a really wrong move. Like, this is the time for the place. Like you just told me that you only have a dress for two weeks and I'm, I'm burning day 14. And the thing is, is like he says shit just to say shit to lighten the mood. So like he's like trying to like flirt and joke. So MC's like, you know what? I know that's what he's doing, but fuck it. Like I'm gonna get both. <laughs> I'm gonna say back to him, do it then. You won't. Like she. <laughs> she said, pony up and kiss me then. And then that's when he breaks his demeanor because he didn't expect her to say that. He's like, oh shit. Like oh she wanted yeah. to act. He was, she was like, yo Zans, get your whole job. You ain't finna do it. Maybe a week, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Xander's my boy, but not this hawk fool. You come in here like you own the place with your cool vans, steezing, like you're some sort of god. You're not god, you're a one-year-old child, okay? Everyone's jumping on his little baby dick, especially Xander. Like I've known you since ninth grade, bro. You've known this guy for maybe a year, maybe. Yo, why is he looking at me like that? What's up, little bud? You got a staring problem, pal? Yo, Zan, get your boy, dog. So then he, he like gets himself together, collects his little boots, and he's like, okay, I like you. I know this is really stupid, but I can guarantee those boots are ugly. Sorry. <laughs> he's doing a little two-step line dance. He said a little ATL song. <laughs> um, so he says, like, he's quiet for a bit, and he's like, I like you and he starts to come closer, then he stops and gives you a chance to back out, which is so lovely of him instead of just forcing himself on you like, yo. But anyways, 
he's like, you know, you don't have to do this. Like, if you know, it's up to you, whatever. And of course you don't back out though, and then the two of you kiss. But surprisingly, your kiss is cut short because Lou pushes you away and he starts looking like really pale, like ghostly pale and strained and like he can't really breathe and his lips start turning white. So you try to reach out to him, but he literally just runs out of the room. He's like, bye. Like he doesn't even say bye, like he just leaves. And you can't do anything about it. And you don't go after him either. You're just like, weird. Oh, yeah, I'm a stink. <laughs> I'm so weird. <laughs> you go to sleep I... and sleep like a baby. Like the way that she worries about stuff. How could you sleep after that interaction? Jesus. How do you, how I do you sleep? I don't know what happened, but I am exhausted. He's like, I think whatever happened is we kissed and then that was good enough. What gives you though is I kind of get it. Like, you know, here's the thing. If I cry at any point in time of the day, my day is ruined. Like, I'm so tired. <laughs> so she even oversleeps the next morning because she's just so peacefully You're so sleeping. Cool, like, so you got from that interaction that that kiss was so good because you could sleep in. <laughs> Like, your job is done. Like she's like, I ate that. <laughs> he kissed me. It was so revolted. It's okay, cause I'm gonna give this 12 hours. <laughs> did she think she did a good job? Like he's like gonna walk funny after <laughs> that kiss. Like he's his life's gonna be weak. <laughs> collect himself because he's never had it like me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the next morning he comes to greet you and he like acts like nothing weird happened. He's just like, good morning little lady. I would throw up. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so we're good. Because here's the thing. I can only imagine like in her mind how she maybe thought I was going to let her tell any of the gods like, yeah, I kissed him and he like threw up. <laughs> literal zombie and he had to go straight to the room of healing. It was like, <laughs> I had like electrify his life. <laughs> let up his life. But anyways, um, you're thinking in your head like this is weird that he's not mentioning that weird thing that happened, but whatever. Maybe he doesn't want to talk about it. And then he's like, That's can we a go? red flag. <laughs> he's like, can we go for a walk? And you're like, okay, we can go for a walk. He ends up taking you to the lake from before and he's like, okay, where should I begin? So he's like, okay, now I'm gonna talk about it. And you're like, perfect, I would love to know what's going on. So first he asks- like it's been weeks. I know, I like, about it. this has been a day. Like, it's the next it's day. It's been like 12 hours. <laughs> first he asks her if she remembers him asking if they'd met before back on the mansion. And she's like, oh yeah, like that weird line he gave me. And he says like, actually, cause you're like, what about it? And then you're, he's like, actually, and then before he can tell you anything else, he suddenly, the reflecting pool, like the pool in front of you, every like body of lake, water, anything, it like, it can work as a reflecting pool. So it starts working as a reflecting pool, like out of nowhere. And it starts showing calamities on earth. And then it zooms in on a little girl in need of help. So the two of you just instantly teleport there to handle that. Cause she's like a strong wish. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy. But like if my boyfriend had a cool trick to see some like shit in, the, in any body of water and any type, I'd have cups of water commonly. <laughs> like, all right, what do you see? <laughs> do you want to see a party trick? <laughs> Mom dying, something horrifying. <laughs> like, oh, I guess it wasn't a good part.
party trick. Sorry, Samantha. Here's the thing. I would be so nervous, I would laugh. Like, I don't know how to not laugh in, like, horrifying situations. Me either. I think if that's, like, a preset thing I know is about to happen, like, that's one thing. But, like, if somebody freaked died in front of me, I'd be like, So, um, she's... Okay, they get there, the little girl's on the verge of death and his powers aren't really seeming to help. So Lou has to go give her actual CPR. Cause you're like, give her CPR. I'm gonna call an ambulance. Are and he's you like, certified? Okay. Are you taking a single class? He looks at her like that. Like, do you think I'm certified? But she's just like, I'm calling the ambulance and you're doing nothing. He's like, all right, little lady. I think that makes sense. Cause then phones are. So how's Adam gonna get there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, And so then he says he thinks she's gone. So she like kind of, he kind of stops doing the CPR and he's like, dude, she's gone. This is a dramatic time, obviously. And it's like for the they could have easily teleported to the hospital. Yeah, that's what they never do that. They never do it. It's like, why can't you guys just do that? Um, but you can't accept that. And you're like, no, she's not gone. And you like push him out of the way and start giving her CPR. Um, she gets mad at him too. She's for like, stopping. Why would you stop? Yeah, she's like, why the hell would you do that? So once the ambulance comes, you get mad at Lou for stopping. And he's like, I'm sorry, but I could just see it. And then that's when you find out that when he touches someone's lips, much like he did when he kissed you the previous night, he sees something, but you don't know what. But you don't, yeah, you don't know what yet. You end up going to the mansion, and it's decided that Lou is needed on Earth along with the other gods again, so you both will be staying at the mansion again. Once the other gods clear out, you get a chance to ask him, What's going on with this whole lip thing? And what is it that he wanted to tell you at the lake? So he's finally able to continue now that you're back at the mansion. Imagine like, you know in Tokimeki when like, in the Tokimeki 2, when like, whoever's running to read you accidentally kisses you. Yeah. And like, he has on one of the gods. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, oh no. I actually love those CDs. They're kind of like cheesy, but I love them. Um, so he says it started when he was, he's like, it all started when I was a kid. He couldn't use his powers very well like all of the other gods and he would get teased about it. Then one day his powers just went wild and he like got laid out and then he got a vision. Um, and it was him as an adult in the Department of Wishes uniform next to a girl that he'd never seen before. So they just never changed the uniform ever? <laughs> it's been that way for generations. <laughs> um, and that that person that he was with in this vision was you. So that's why he asked you, have I seen you somewhere before? Cause he had seen you somewhere before. And you say, oh, so then that was a vision of your future. And he was like, no, it was the moment we died. And he said he never had a vision again until he kissed you last night. That was the first time since like when he was a kid and he still wasn't sure what happened there. But then when he gave the little girl CPR, it happened again. And it turns out that he was, has a newly discovered power, which was that whoever he kisses, he can see their death or touches lips with. He can see how that person dies if they're going to be dying. So that's the tea on that. When you just kiss and it crops and the god says he never sees it, so it's fine. Yeah, because they don't have deaths in, in this. It would be so bad because I'd be like, on average, how many goddesses have you kissed to find that out? <laughs> if he like gives any number that starts with more than one, as in for me. He's like, yeah, I didn't know that that was my power because like none of them had a death wish. Yeah, like none of them. Like then the first number starts with an eight, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not just eight, then stop. <laughs> so this is unique because usually the gods only have one special power and he thought that his was the arrow of light. Um, but here we see that he actually has two. I'm gonna find out that more than one has two powers. Yeah, now that we, but like he, he even says like it's pretty unusual to have more than one power, but I guess it's not completely impossible. I'm curious too, because you know how he said he was little and he saw himself as a department of wishes. Mm -hmm. I wonder how long until they cycle out. Me too. 
Yeah, I don't know how that works. Like, or once you're an adult, you're just like in your role, like forever, like freaking judges. Yeah, I wonder if like one of them has to have said it. Cause I think I remember someone saying that they just choose to go be with the stars and then they get replaced. It's yeah, see, I don't remember that. It's Leon's, like, I think his final one. They say something and then they're like, you can choose to go be with the stars. Which the problem with that is, is like, is it just the person who wrote that story of Leon's whim that they put that in? Or is that really a part of the world? I think somebody else, I think in one of Scorpios, it's the same thing. Okay, so then that would be... The stars. Yeah, so they don't mention that in this, but... So I had no idea about that, but it's just another thing with the world building that's inconsistent. Because yeah. he, he lists the ways that you can no longer be a god and die, and he doesn't list that. Um, so anyways... The reason he didn't know before is that he had only kissed goddesses who didn't happen to be fated to die, since usually what? gods do not die. But kissing a human like MC, or that little girl when he was giving CPR, because they're mortal, he's hit with the vision. So, that means Loon knows when he will die now, because he dies with the MC in the vision. This, and it confirms it, because he has the same vision again when he kissed you that night. This makes you sad because you think about him just as a little kid, knowing his whole life that he's gonna die and never telling anyone about it because he was so confused. And he says that's why he tried to keep everyone at arm's length and he didn't try to make too many attachments because he knew that he was gonna be a god that died. And that's why he had the two week rule with the goddesses because he didn't want them who would have like a forever life be with somebody who was gonna die. And he wasn't exactly sure when it would happen, but it was gonna happen. He didn't want to upset anyone. Um, so then you start crying and asking me if it was the same with you. Was he just killing time and keeping his distance? And he said, no, it didn't work for the first time when he was spending time with you. So it was like the first time that like he wasn't just killing time. <laughs> and then the convo leads to him saying, since we know how we're supposed to die, I think we should find a way to escape that ending. And he's basically found a reason to live in you. But just uh, something that confuses me, he's assuming that he's also gonna die. If it's the person that dies, it's just that you happen to be there. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he like, they don't like very clearly state what happens in the vision. The only way I could assume it is that he must see himself dying, like the life leaving him. Yeah. Um, in some manner. <laughs> Which is literally harrowing. You're like three years old and it's like, you die, just so you know. <laughs> but just as they decide that they're going to like like find a reason to live, forge their own path and break this destiny. The Dark King is right outside the freaking mansion, ready to face off. This does kill me that he's like, you know what, I have found a reason to live. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, cause it's like the whole time he was avoiding people. So like he never really had a strong connection or reason to live. This time he was able to like do that with her in like a really short period of time. But it turns out that like when you find someone that you, is worth living for, like you want to change your destiny. You don't want to just like succumb to it is how they wrote it. I think it. another cool angle that they could have gone though is the idea that he avoids finding her. Yeah. So he doesn't have to because if they never meet, then he wouldn't meet that fate. Yeah. I feel like he didn't realize that it was her at first. And then when he kissed her, he was like, and then he bought the vision again. He was like, oh, okay. So that is her. I did know her. <laughs> and at that point it was too late. Um, cause he had already like fallen for her. When you get out to the battlefield in front of the mansion, Lou tells you to escape to the heavens, but you insist on staying to fight. And you're like, let me just check with you. Is this the place where we die? And he's like, no, this isn't she the location. So awesome. <laughs> is it here? <laughs> like, is it gonna be tonight? <laughs> is it here? 
And he's like, no, it's this isn't the location that we die. And you're like, then there's no problem. Like we're good. Like, I actually kind of went with her for that. Because, yeah. Like if it, like if you know it's not there, you're like we're good. Yeah, she came with the logic on that one, and I do appreciate her for that. And so you stay by his side for the battle, which quickly you notice the Dark King seems more set on hurting Lou than stealing you. And you're like, that's a little weird. Because, like, that's, that's supposed hurtful. to be the whole thing. Right, that's a little hurtful. <laughs> you're supposed to take me. <laughs> then he actually says, the Dark King does, he goes, like, father, like, son, after, like, he gets hit by one of the arrows. And Lou's like, what are you talking about? And then that's when the evil king just drops the biggest bombshell yet in this route. If you're thinking like bombshell, 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 here another one goes. It was literally like you couldn't get out. Like you just kept getting slapped in the face. And he says, your dad died at my hands. That's right, guys. His parents were actually the best friends. Like I was like so shook by this. Lou's real parents are the ones who died and who that statue is of at the lake. And on top of that, his real mom is a human, making Lou a demigod. Half human, half god. I'm like, you gonna see me in court for revealing that my child's <laughs> adopted. You have no right. Lou and MC just simply don't believe him at first. Both of them are like, no, it can't be. Like, I actually wouldn't though. Like, yeah. You're here to deceive me either way, so you prove it. It was like a little too specific though, in my opinion. Like, it's like, okay. <laughs> and the Dark King is like, well, why don't you just go ask the Exalted King then? He's the one who's responsible for the death of your parents. Which you just said that you were the reason for my parents dying. <laughs> this is so crazy. Because for one, did the Dark King just forget his mission? He's like, we can just stop the battle right now. Just go ask him. Like, what? He, he's kind of a sweetie, you know? Yeah. He gives her time, you know? <laughs> but for two, like, wow, that's like crazy. So Lou is stunned and he can't focus. So the Dark King, like, while like Lou's like, what? I don't know what to do. The Dark King comes and attacks him. But then just right at the perfect moment, all the other gods show up and they defeat the minions and they come for the Dark King. The King decides to retreat and it gives Lou an opportunity to think things over for the night. The next day, you go find him out on the balcony thinking, and he opens up to you that he thinks what the Dark King was saying is actually true. His powers being more inconsistent as a kid, for example, and him just getting tired easier than the other gods, it makes him, it would make sense that he's a demigod because he's always felt like a little different. And he then- I'm different. <laughs> yeah, I'm different. <laughs> he then says um, another bombshell to her. He's like, demigods are actually forbidden in the heavens though. So maybe that's why I'm cursed with this like terrible extra ability that I'm seeing the death of whoever I kiss. And he isn't sure how to move forward. And you encourage him to go speak with the king because you know he can't really go on just being confused like this because he wasn't sure if he should talk to the king or not. And with your encouragement, the both of you end up going off to have an audience with the king. I don't get why though, like, not that it should matter, but why a demigod would be forbidden. Yeah, like, I wish they would, there's certain rules that they just don't explain why. Like, why is that a problem? Yeah. Um, but when you get to the audience with the king, the king is, like, pretty tight-lipped about things, and the only sentence he'll say is, yes, everything the Dark King said to you is true. And so, you're like, okay. Lou's like, well, even the part about it being your fault? And he's like, what did I just say? Everything he said was true. Like, <laughs> do I, what other thing can I tell you? I just said yes, no? Yeah. If I say no, not that, that means I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I can't contradict myself. Somewhere else. The thing is, though, like that makes him look so much worse than he is because it really wasn't fully, fully. But he feels the guilt of it, so he feels like it is. I don't but feel like the king felt guilty. I think that he was like, this seems fun. <laughs> 
If you would just kill the, the dark king, you wouldn't be here. Yeah, he's like, you had to get all confused. Do your job. You had to learn about your freaking parents. So Lou's upset, obviously, and he's like, I've been working for my parents' enemy this whole time, that is what you're saying. And the king just is like, he like looks away and doesn't say anything. So Lou just grits his teeth, accepts it, and walks out of the throne room. You have a thought that Lou... Oh, They're both dumb, though, because the dark king says they died at my hand. So how is it that the king's your enemy? Yeah, but it's like the king should also correct that. Like, They're all seeming... Like, like, <laughs> I think I've been like, okay, I don't know, maybe I'm not understanding your language. So he said it was his fault, but you're saying you knew, or like, give me some explaining. Basically, a look comes across Lou's face where you're like, I think he's figured out what leads up to our death. Like, I think he knows. Like, for some reason, you have, yeah. like, an intuition about it. <laughs> so out in the hall, Lou is, like, just exhausted at this point, and you both decide to retire for the night. What a stupid choice. I'm never going to sleep. <laughs> I know, right? Being able to sleep like babies is wild. But you end up saying, like, I don't want to leave you. Like, can I stay with you? And he's like, I would like to spend the night with you, too. And then you guys end up going to his room together for the first time in the whole game. You see it. And his room is like pretty empty. And he says that it's because he just didn't want to form any attachments with any particular thing. Because um, he knew he was going to die. And then the two of you lay down together and he almost kisses you. But then he stops thinking about what he's going to see the moment that he does. And you end up asking him to tell you more about your deaths. But when you do that, you're like begging him, like, can you just tell me like how it happens? I know you know. He like snaps his fingers and you immediately fall asleep. I will say this. She say, like they both say like the room is so empty and it feels like somebody who doesn't want to form attachments. His room is not that empty. It's like end tables. The bed is actually pretty like it's canopy and everything. Yeah, I guess oh. there's just like really not a theme to it. Like whereas like Hughes has like surrounded by books. Like you can see he's like into that. And then like um the sh like the sheepies, I mean goats. <laughs> and um see, I goes. I get it. I'm just saying like the way that she, they kind of to me push it. Like you can tell someone who's never formed attachments. Like again, they don't sleep. So the fact that they actually have intricate rooms is kind of dumb because I think that's the fault of like the background artist and also their world building, in my opinion. Yeah, because like, you saying like you could tell like I can't. That's kind of like really you didn't weird. do a good enough job on the background to portray what you're saying to me right now. Yeah, it seems like a man who's in his room sometimes and they work all the time and they don't need sleep. They've said this numerous times as like a a joke against humans. Like you all need to sleep. It was like not really. Yeah, like why wouldn't you just have a chase lounge then? Like you don't need a bed. But anyways, he's, he's, he's banging a lot of women. Yes, that's true. I guess that's literally their only reason is to like bang. But you end up having a nightmare, like once you're asleep by his snap and the dark, it's about the dark king and you wake up to see like in a cold sweat and you see Lou's not there anymore. So you run out to go look for him and you're thinking, okay, you can't find him like around the palace. So he's probably at that lake. But when you get there, instead of finding um, Lou, you see Nasir, which is Lou's like dad like the one who's been his dad um and he says he suddenly got a bad feeling so he had to come out and pray to the memorial statue and so you decide to let nasir know that you know because it might lead to you finding something about like lou and where he is so you're like oh is that statue for lou's parents and he's like oh she knows and you tell him that lou knows too and you want to know what happened so nasir does tell you the story he says that lou's real father is chronos like you said, Sick. which say what you want to say about Kronos. Kronos so is like basically this, the father of like Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon and stuff, and basically is eating like fertility goddesses to take over all of the gods. He's a really bad person. Yeah, like, he, there's no like 
shining light in his story. He's never a good guy. So the way that they kind of frame it, though, is that Kronos is this, like, loving God who is so amazing. And it kills me because I think they clearly didn't do any research. They said Kronos is this, like, major god. They looked up god names from Greek mythology. Yeah. It came up and they just used it. And, and it doesn't like, make any sense with Sagittarius either. It's so crazy because, honestly, like, after the fact, if, you, if we're all at a party... Sagittarius, Sagittarius, Chronos, my bad, his name is Lou. <laughs> if Lou was like, yeah, his name is Kronos, I'd have been like, oh, I'm scared. I don't <laughs> Takes three steps back with my drink. Well, that is crazy. <laughs> Goodbye. So he says Kronos is Lou's real father and that Kronos fell in love with a human named Nadi, who the Dark King one day kidnapped and used as a pawn in the ongoing war that was happening in the past with the King and the Dark King. Kronos goes down to the underworld to get her alone and escapes with her to heaven, but since Kronos had broken the law, the king couldn't protect Kronos or his family. So, like, the law that he broke was, like, going down into the underworld and then also being with a human, which that one usually gets forgiven in all of these star-crossed myth routes, but for some reason they said, F you, Kronos. They begged. That is correct. First of all, if I was Lou, I'd been like... The king is a problem. Wanna, I do want to be with her, but you let my father die instead. Crazy. Complicated. So, um, Kronos and Naughty, the like Lou's real parents, beg that Lou, who's just an infant at the time, could at least be saved in heaven. Because, like, with the war going on, like, he's going to be out. Like, he's going to be out. Um, and plus, Kronos is, like, now injured from going to save Naughty. So... Basically, as soon as they go back to the earth, because he's injured, he can't protect Nadia himself, and the um, Dark King kills Nadia and Kronos at the same time. So now with the full story, you're more motivated than ever to tell Lou, but just then you hear a ruckus happening, and it is Lou and the King facing off in the throne room. A dark mist is surrounding everyone as well. So you realize that when you get in there, the darkness is actually coming from Lu, and he's using dark power, which shouldn't be possible for a god. So he would have had to seek it out in order to use it to avenge his parents' death. You tell him that this isn't gonna- met these people. I know, right? That's the thing, like, <laughs> you don't have any of these memories of like your parents- you attachments to them. <laughs> you don't have attachments. <laughs> so you tell him this isn't going to change the past and not to do it, but he's like, I'm here to change the future, baby. And he tells you, In what way? <laughs> the one who murders you in the vision is the king. So, like, the supposed good king, not the dark king. And he says he sees <laughs> someone very light in the vision, and it must be the king who murders them. And he can't defeat him on his own, so he got dark powers from the dark king, and it has to be done to save you so that you guys can have a future together and also to avenge his parents. No scientific proof that that can happen. The king sealed away the dark king, so how is it that that would work? You can just go to him and be like, give me some power. He's trying to charge up. He's trying to get him. What power does he have to give you? Then when you try to tell him no, the king didn't kill his parents, it was really the dark king. The dark power that Lou has now suddenly disappears and out pops the dark king. So that was just his plan to get inside the palace, basically. And he, his ass. <laughs> he immediately hurts MC and Lou. That's his <laughs> Deserved. Lou runs to your side because you're like all injured now. And the dark king instructs him to grow the seeds of hatred that he has planted so he could be more powerful. And Lou, <laughs> Lou's like, what do you mean, dark seeds? And he's like, um, you literally know. Me saying the king killed your parents, that was the dark seed. He basically used that to get him to come crawling to the dark king for power. So as is obvious, it was a trap. At this point though, the dark 
power is very charged up and Lou can't really control his emotions. Also like being a demigod, it's like harder for him to like get a full house handle on this. So he's just like, he's like trying, but like so wrong, so right. trying to like take over. Okay, so at this point, the dark power is very charged and Lou can't control his emotions or power. So he's worried he's gonna destroy the entire heavens at this rate, cause they're like all up there in the heavens at this point. And he considers sacrificing himself to just stop it. But you're like, no, we swore we were going to stop this fate. You and I both are coming out of this alive. So you stop him from shooting himself with his arrow of light by grabbing onto him and saying that you want to spend your life with him. And the healing power of you, like with you saying that from the goddess of fate is like activated at this point. And it starts to like heal him. The darkness. This buys you enough time to tell him what Nasir told you, the truth of what happened to his parents. It takes so much just free time. <laughs> it was the laws of the heaven that kept the parents on earth. So in that roundabout way, the king felt responsible, but it was the dark king who came up and actually killed them. And the king kept Lou at least safe. I love that they, no matter what, they're like, let me tell you why the king is still a good guy. Yeah, like we're gonna make sure he comes out on top. <laughs> I want somebody like writing my life story that way. <laughs> this allows the mist to vanish. Lou is able to transform into his divine form. And with the dark king now weak, he shoots his arrow of light at him with the power of love behind it, not hate or darkness. And since the Dark King back to where he came from and thus saves the entire heavens. It's a happy- The it, King could have helped the entire time and made a very clear choice. He's just sitting in the corner like this. See how it's first and Oh, <laughs> It's happy for a moment, but then the King of the Heavens comes in hot at Lou. He basically says he has to kill him for using dark powers. And he says, I have to eliminate. And that's when the vision Lou had of your death is starting to play out. No so, eyes. <laughs> you see the exact same like CG, but now in full color. <laughs> the king with the wearing a blue dress. <laughs> it's a really like frumpy one too. The king of the ball. The king of the ball. <laughs> Just the king of the ball. The king comes with a big ball <laughs> of light. The king comes with a big ball of light and approaches you and Lou tries to tell you to get away from him because you're like clinging on to him and um, so that you can live and then he'll just like be eliminated and you're like, no, I'm refusing, obviously. Come on, I've been down God Jesus chapter three, like stop. The king throws the orb at the two of you and you like brace yourself, but instead of both of you dying, all it does is heal you of all your injuries and completely removes the remaining dark energy that was like surrounding you guys. Yeah. And he's like, I meant that I was gonna vanquish the darkness, not that you had to die too. And all the gods- Shut up. <laughs> so annoying. And all the gods run in and say, earth is saved, like everything's good on earth now too. And then Nasir and Sophia come in and they hug Louie. And Lucio feels conflicted and asks the king to punish him. Cause he's like, I just went and like tried to fucking murder you basically. <laughs> like he's like, I think I might need to get whipped. <laughs> the king tells Lou. <laughs> the king tells Lou of Kronos, his father, and how he gave his life to save yours. And don't waste your life, Lou. And he says, I, like, I forgive you basically. And on top of that. You couldn't forgive your dad though. <laughs> because he saved you from the Dark King, like he saved MC from the Dark King, he's officially owed a wish. And his wish is of course <laughs> to be with you. And the King allows you to have a relationship. After things settle, you and Lou are at the lake and he tells you that he loves you. You share cute moments together, talking about his family and your potential future family together. Then he says that you're so beautiful, it makes him want to paint again. And he snaps his finger, all of his paint supplies appear and he paints you. Not his paint supplies, <laughs> not Lisa Frank. Finally, after that, he kisses you 
And to both of your delight, there is no more death scene that plays in his mind when he kisses you and he says, I'm gonna love you for all of eternity. And that ends Lou's route. <laughs> it's fine that I do, but not my dad. What? <laughs> So let's get into the ranking. We do have a pretty different ranking for this one. He still falls in order the same for both of us, yeah. but I ranked him up quite a bit higher than Johnny here. So my ranking is personality. I gave him a nine out of 10. I thought he had a really unique personality. He wasn't your standard playboy, and I get really sick of seeing those playboy types. This is like the first time I feel like they did it like a little more different. He's very caring and sensitive. I like that he picks up on the little details that aren't just physical about the MC. Um, and I felt like, that most of the other yeah he, most of the other romance options don't pick up on details like that about her so early like he did it pretty early on he also had a good sense of humor he was pretty accurate to the sagittarius archetype with the humor and his independent streak um i did dock a point because i just feel like the southern accent was like just an interesting choice and it was never explained yeah. <laughs> um, for romance his parents don't have it <laughs> well, his dad does oh, his dad does. yeah which nasir is an interesting name i kind of like it um, romance, I gave an 8 out of 10. I found the romance really good when it was there. Him and the MC had great banter and I liked like the beginning scenes and they managed to get a decent amount of romance in, even considering like how plot heavy, heavy this was. Like there were so many like bombs to be dropped that there wasn't a lot of time for romance, but they, I feel like they did a good job of like getting it in there even like through that. For plot, I gave it an 8 out of 10. The plot was really surprising, lots of bombshells. But I did have to dock points for the pacing. Like to me, if they could have paced this out properly, um, a, like a few more scenes of them together and like the timeline just being stretched, it could have been a 10 out of 10 plot, but they, the pacing just like kind of docked that for me. For the love interest character development, I gave it a 6.5 because I didn't really feel like there was any. Like the character development for Lou was him keeping to himself, not making attachments with the whole two week thing. And then in the end, he finds a reason to live and grow roots with the MC which that does sound very strong, but it's sort of situational and within him. So he is the way he is because of the vision he saw. And then when he meets the girl from the vision and they're able to change the vision, of course he's going to change. Like, it's not like he had to learn a lesson, like the vision just went away. So it's different now. Um, and he doesn't have to do any specific work to develop, nor does he have a true flaw of his own making like the other gods did. The main character gave it a 6 out of 10 because girl just moves way too fast. Like her feelings just come in before the plot can really catch up and that's part of the pacing issue. Other than that though, I enjoyed a lot of her internal reactions and her support for Lou, so that's why she does at least have the 6 points that she does. So for me, I gave him a 37.5 out of 50. So for me, his personality, I gave him a 5 out of 10. I just feel like he didn't have anything that spectacular. Like him being a playboy that wasn't like a prick was awesome, that's cool. And he was like a badass because he was like, I'm gonna go against the king. But I wish they would have talked more about like his love of painting. It was like mentioned briefly that he just doesn't do it anymore, but not why. And then all of a sudden he's like, Will you let me paint you? Like, okay, where did that even come from? And like, I wish they would have talked more about his origin, but they kind of just mixed it in and saying like why he was like kind of to himself, but that was kind of it. Him being nice to the MC is a given because they already have the ones that are mean so it's like either he's nice or he's just mean again and it's kind of the same trope and it's like i don't know there just wasn't that much anything else to it i mean i enjoyed that he's not a womanizer but there to me there just wasn't all that much to it yeah um for the romance i also give this a five out of ten i just wish that they had more time to their romance or something outside of worrying about the dark king it was so like they have cute banter like i'll admit that like the flirtatious like moments aren't over the top but like, you know, she obviously liked it too, too much. <laughs> a little too much. I like to respect their boundaries, but it was like, you know, 
that I don't know, there wasn't a lot of time. It was like two weeks and like we love each other and we're willing to die for one another. And I would literally, that would freak me out. So it's like, yeah. no, I don't like that. And then it was like zero to 60, like that's it. Um, for the plot, I give it eight out of 10. His plot was like pretty much a lot of bomb droppers. I think like it was just, you know, over the, like, I think some of it was over the top. Like that's so ridiculous. Like at this point we get it. Like that's, that's enough. And I, then it was also too easy to resolve. Like the king, like he sees the vision and then the king is like, I killed your dark energy. And it's like, okay. And it was formulaic. Like you, the, they attack, they don't see the dark king all this whole time. Then all of a sudden chapters eight, nine, and 10, like we're defeating the dark king. I feel like the way that they did it though, which is probably like why we both ranked a plot at eight versus even lower is cause like they, it was like the least formulaic final battle like when they occur is like formulaic but i feel like it was like unique like how he actually went to heaven and like he brought the dark power and all that whereas i feel like normally it's just the dark king and the guardian like face off a little and then that's just it yeah. like whereas this time the king the king is there and it's like in the heavens it was like a little more dramatic to me yeah i also would say his power doesn't make any sense like he sees it but he never actually dies they never talk about if the little girl actually died they, they're never gonna check on that it's just like it is what it is that was like really jimmy hammered in that little girl plot yeah i get they needed to do it to like prove that that was his power but yeah. but it didn't prove it because the king took away their dark power and so then that vision changed so it's not the same thing which means that it's possible to change so like it's fate not, is possible to change in this one i guess but they don't again because they never confirmed that the little girl actually died there's no way to say that that's the case it's just saying that he could see where you're in a bad spot sure yeah but and like, without them showing us what the actual vision was like there's no way for us to know yeah so it's like that i get why they did it because it's for dramatic effect but it's like maybe like i don't know flush it out um for, i feel like i tried to fit too much like in one for his character development i went real like low it's a two out of ten for me it's not anything bad outside of Lou telling people that he would potentially die one day i guess is lou is the same and in a good way like he starts off great and he ends great because there's not much like that he has to develop like yeah he's not push pushy or awful and he learns things about himself but that doesn't develop him in any way like him knowing now that he's a demigod there's not anything that significant, there's enough time to change anything, like what it is. And then he says that like, I have a reason to live. Like, to be fair, you it, your vision changed. So now it's more or less that you would have been the same. Like nothing Yeah, that's changes. pretty much like how I felt. Um, so he just didn't develop anything and he didn't need to. So to me, that that's just two out of 10. Um, for the main character, I gave her six out of 10, like a suicide pact sis. Like that's so <laughs> crazy, like be so serious. I'm a delusional girl in myself. So like, I get it. So I like, at times it was just hilarious, but like she read into everything and it was like, take, you need one person to be like, that's literally not what happened though. Like that's not how it went. Yeah. And so for she's me- She's like in this whole bubble, like yeah. with this dramatic situation with him and she's like not getting any outside like convos with Hiori or anything. So yeah. she just like goes for it. And I feel like she was like really viscerally upset where uh, Lou being an actual playboy, but that's really her own fault. Like. He never said he wasn't. And so she just like assumed like, you're really not. She kept pushing that narrative on him. And she has this pattern like, I'm saying who you are because it's her view, which people do all the time. But then she was like viscerally upset about that he was. And it's like, when did he say he wasn't though? He never said yeah. I'm not. And she just gave energy of like, Lou, look at me. Like you're not like this. Irritating. <laughs> so I was like, that's She kind of does that with all of the gods. And it really does kind of annoy me. Cause she's like, I'm telling you, that's not who you are. And they're like, I've been living this way this for hundreds of years. I'm living this way. So for me, he got a 26 out of 50. 
Yeah, so then when you add those together, we get a 63.5 out of 100, so it brought it to a D overall for him, which I feel like is fair. Like, I liked him personally a little bit more, like I just, like, I really did like him, but at the end of the day, the pacing issues were like pretty abhorrent. Yeah. Like, there was just some issues that you can't ignore. If you're just gonna like, I feel like because we give you like a breakdown by breakdown, <laughs> if you haven't played it, I feel like you would get the feeling of what we mean and why we docked it. Yeah, if they would have just added more time, then it would have been like, okay, so, so much, much better. Reasons. Yeah, and maybe um, given him something to develop a little more. Yeah. But yeah, that's Lou. Okay guys, we are now going to the Final god for this video, and we are getting a little delirious. I don't know if you noticed, like, the clock changing in the corner is getting later and later and later. Many hours later. <laughs> but Yana is going to go over Igo, the god of Capricorn, who is the last one that we're going over from the second wave cast, that second prologue. Yes. I, first of all, I just want to say I love Igo. Such a breath of fresh air. Love his design. I loved his story. I just loved Igo so freaking much. He, his route was like a route that made me swing my legs and kick my little feet like <laughs> It made me kind of forget like what the whole plot was because it was just so like soft and squishy. He was so cute. But I just loved him so much. And his sprite, you let me just zoom in on it here on the screen. <laughs> He's so hot. Like compared to the other gods, like they, this song's different with him. He, he just hit different, you know? He hit so different. And I played um, Igo and then Carno after it. So it was like a real letdown getting on the Carno's <laughs> yeah, after bro. looking at Igo for 12 chapters. But yeah. Yeah. So basically, how it starts, as just to recap, basically, they come in and they're like, you need to decide. Now, all of the gods are basically arguing, like, I should take her and, like, kind of being weird. And she says that she's kind of scared about from, like, even Carno. She's like, I'm not, I don't feel like that's going to go well because they warn her against Carno. She says she definitely doesn't want to go with Kirov because he's so rough and gruff about it. Yeah. She's petrified of Zaglavis. He does not make a good impression. And Lou, they just like, Lou just hits and quits. Like, he's going to pump and dump, so, like, I wouldn't even go there. All and of he, the gods were, like, trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, and Lou's like, wow, like, be nice. <laughs> and um, so then she decides on Igo because he's just kind of lazily there, like, sleeping. And so she's like, um, like, I'm going to choose Igo because he's the least scary in it everyone's like shook by this yeah they're like he didn't even want it though yeah. like he doesn't he's, even care about the reward he's like lazy and so she's like he agrees like easily agrees and then um snaps into his room like goes to his room his room is so freaking cute it's like this little cute bed and it's little sheepies but like he's gonna take a goats but they're cheap yeah, I feel disappointed though that they didn't draw his room as nice as they draw some of the other rooms because the concept was so cute. It's just like they could have executed it like, a little better. It would have been so much more. It should have been like, it would have just been a cute. I would have loved to seen like piles of the squishies and like just like a little bit more. And the squish thing, like the fluffiness is this like whole character trait because there's this special where like him and Leon go against each other for your affections, but you're with Leon. Mm -hmm. And so like you're trying all these dresses for this big ball and he like squishes up against you because it's a fluffy dress. Aww. And, so, and the sauciest freaking CG of him. Both you gotta send me that, yeah. He's so hot. Like, honestly, he's, he's literally so, so hot. hot. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. He's We're getting to the routes we really like. He's freaking hot. So, anyway, she asked, like, hey, like, things like, why did you decide to do Like, what's the reward that you want? Because they never even say, and none of them say what rewards they want. No, they're just like, a reward from the king? Sure. And so he says, like, this is just a job that I was asked to do, so I'm going to do it. And I actually like that, because, like, all of them say they're in it for the reward. 
But he's the only one who's like. Well, Lou says that too. He's like, this is just my job. Like, even if someone has to replace me. Yeah, but he says it like later. Like, yeah. I'm so apathetic. He's like, because I was told to do it. Yeah, he's off the rip. He doesn't <laughs> do any like niceties. He's like, I don't care. And so she's like, kind of like, okay. So the guy I don't understand. Oh, my bad. So before this happens, when she chooses I, all of the gods talk shit. Like, he's lazy. He doesn't care about anything. He's not going to take it serious. Even Carno, who's so freaking nice talks down at I go. And I hate to be the one, but they are not wrong. I mean, they're not. They are not wrong. Because he right wrong. away, he like. But she <laughs> kind of is like, and like she goes at Connor because he's supposed to be the vice minister who's like not like that. And she's like, this is the motherfucker that's basically of the same level as Leon. Bullshit, bro. Like, that's crazy. So anyway, she's just like, um, like, what's good? And like, okay, like I'm gonna go home now. And he's like, no, you just stay here. And then she's like, I don't want to do that though. And he doesn't argue against her. He's like, Right. He's like, that could work. <laughs> and she's like, you didn't even argue against it. Like, you just let me. And he's like, no, like, you'll be good. Like, I'll protect you. No big deal. She believes this. And as do I. I'm like, oh, like, that's kind of like weird. And he just like opens that like little door thing. That they they actually do a door background in this one. I was <laughs> like, oh, there's the door. I forgot he about her. He explains what it is too, that like, she can't get through it, but like he can put, send it and like connect if he needs to. And so she's like, okay. And so, so then he's like, all right. And, um, he like just lets her go. So she's like, cool, I'm good. He walks through into the room and he's in her house. And he's like, so shook that this is a, he's like, this is a human house. And then she's like, yeah, he's like, it's small. Like, I wouldn't even use this as an animal pet. Well, and she's like, what's what? crazy about that is he doesn't say that at first. He just like, doesn't really pay attention to her apartment. But then it's later on in his route when he calls it a pin and acts like it's the first time he's seen it in like no, chapter eight. No, he says it twice. That's the first. Oh. He says it then and then he says it again because she stops it. Like, you said that the last time you were here. Oh, okay. Um, now I'm forgetting. <laughs> so she's like, that's so rude. Like, you can't say that. And his little shook face is so fucking funny. It's so cute. And so then she's like, okay. So then he leaves. He's like, cool. Like, call me if you need me, but like, don't. And so like, she's like, goes to sleep. Here's what kills me is that she's so willing to go to the bed. Somebody, they just told you that you have a death at your door and they're trying to kill you. And the first thing you think is, I can sleep. And also you're like, well, how are you going to protect me if you're not even going to be in here? He's like, trust me, you're good. Like, I'm taking uh, care of it. And, and you're just like, okay. He doesn't question it, like, whatever. So then the next, like, then um, she gets woken up from a phone call from Hiori. And Hiori's like, oh my God, what's going on around your house? And she's like, what? And she's like, did you even check the news? Checks the news, there's a ton of goats around her house. Yeah, and they're just being like, hey, yeah. Yeah, so like the chapter ends and she gets up and she's like, what is with the goats in front of my house? Because she doesn't know what um, Igo's power is. Like, she knows nothing about that. So she's like, what the hell? And so then all of a sudden, the bad guys show up. And the goats end up protecting her, um, but one of them gets injured in protecting her. And like, she kind of shields him and stuff. But like, Igo shows up to put down like, serve. And yeah. <laughs> And Crow's like, I want more from Crow and Serve. Like, I want to know what their tea is. <laughs> and Crow says, You're the only one who can undo this deal in this route. Like, everything else is like the, um, the Dark King is like building up his power. He says that the Dark King can't be unleashed except for with her unleashing the seal, which proves to be a lie later, but fine. She thinks of calling the cops, which to me is so funny because she says it's like with remembering the first prologue and like when it's like the other guy's route. She's like, I think I'm going to call the cops for kidnapping. What would they do? Yeah. Like, it's so funny, her thought, because I love that she stops herself. She's like, wait, like, no one's going to believe me. They're going to arrest me saying that I'm crazy. Yeah, plus, like, the gods could take out the police easily. Yeah. So before, like, Crow can, like, kill, like, his, um, the goat, Ice shows up. Igo shows up, and he's like, 
um, watches her protect the goat. And he's like kind of shook by this. He's like, you protected my goat? And he says Harold, but like, for whatever yeah, reason. He calls them all Harolds. And it tricked me to be I was like, oh my goat's called Harold, and I don't know it. Like I was so- I was going about. like, hark the Harold angels sing. Like that's what I, that was like a God term. You're in the right path. I'm just an idiot. Like, <laughs> no, you could be right too. I have no idea. They're just, not though. Because like, they're divine beasts or whatever. Yeah, so like, anyway, so she's like, okay. And he explains that the heralds are his familiars. And so she's like, okay, like, goats? And he gets so mad. He's like, they're not goats. No, they are goats. goats. No, he said they're not goats. She's like, oh, I'm thinking goats. of the pillows. My bad, my bad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's like, they're not goats. And then she's like, uh, they're divine bees. And she's like, Goats. <laughs> they're, they're goat divine beasts. Anyway, they get the they get um, covered in a cloud of light, and the king brings them back. And it was like, I didn't say your goats can do this. I said you, and she chose you, so you're supposed to protect her. And, and for you to like, just like leave, like come and on. Everyone's there watching him get like eviscerated, and he's yeah, like he's getting like uh, whipped by the his hand, his ass handed to him, and he's like um, for half assing his job. So then the king's like, you're gonna get punished, so that you learn to do your job. So all of a sudden he like grabs his neck and he's like, ouch, like what is it? He has a tattoo and it's like, looks like the same mark of sin, except for like it's less. So his powers don't get stopped. But basically if they're more than like three feet apart, basically he'll get zapped. Yeah, like MC's like, oh, did you give him a mark of sin? And the king is like, no, it's just a spell to keep you two together so that he does his job. Yeah, so he gets like zapped. And so they're both basically ordered though that they have like, to stay in the heavens because that's the only way to protect her so that she's not attacked in her apartment, which like it could go either way, obviously. But then I think if I remember correctly, I go basically like, no, you finna stay where I'm comfortable, not where you're comfortable. Igo's route was the most, I would lose track of where we were a lot of times because his room looks the same in the heavens as it does in the mansion on earth. So like, I would constantly be like, wait, I would have to like think twice. Like, are we on earth? Are we, are we in the heavens? Cause also the bathhouse was the same CG. They would use the same hall CG they, surprise. They said that they mirrored it to be the heavens. I'm like, so tell me you're lazy without telling me you're lazy. Yeah, but then in the others, it's so clear when they're in the heavens. Cause they like go to the lakes and stuff like that. So it's easier for me to get, but because he stays inside all the time, I'm just like, I was getting so lost. <laughs> yeah. For me though, I'll say like a commentary that I felt was that, so he is like, a, like disinterested, but the face that he makes is kind of distressed. So sometimes I feel like they didn't change the sprite correctly because he's like very distressed by this, but he looks apathetic. I feel like that's intentionally like how they wanted him to look though. It's like but less they use specific words like he looks so. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's the opposite. He looked apathetic, but he they were saying he was so distressed. Yeah, like I don't think he had a distressed face, or do you think, or does he? I'm saying I think I'm confusing. I'm sorry. They were saying that he had no reaction to it, but he clearly did. Like his face looked like it. Oh, I see, I see. So they were saying he was apathetic, but he had a distressed face on? Yeah. I see, I see, I see. So then they go to, this is uh, the, um, they go to the room again, and she's like, his room is so cute. And she says this to him multiple times, like, you're kind of cute, like, you're a cutie. Yeah, I like that she just openly is like, just so you know, you're cute. <laughs> yeah, and like, then I go grabs her, and he's like, do you realize what situation we're in? And it seems like it's an innuendo, and this is another time that they use a face to be misleading. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is the chapter ends, and what happens after, like, don't, don't correlate to me. So he like is like, how can you relax when you're like near me? Like I, my heart's racing. And so she's like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, cause I'm in pain. Like I, it's not even an innuendo. It's like, they only said that that way. He's like, the only thing he's thinking about is like, how can you be like cheerful when I'm like in pain? 
Yeah. And then she's like, oh, like, okay. So then she walks away and she kind of gives that. And he's like, you literally can't walk that far. Like, calm down. Like, yeah, um, like, simmer down. Simmer down. It's like, we, I'm, I'll die. So then, anyway, um, she gets embarrassed, though, for misreading the situation, which is why I liked, like, she at least has good reactions to it. Because in Lou, she's like, jumps to conclusions. And I go, she doesn't. She's like, damn, I actually misread that. Like, whatever. So then she's like, okay, like, he calls her dumb because he's like, I'm not gonna touch you. Like, don't worry, like, you're dumb. It's funny because at this point I was like, dang, he's a little harsh. Cause he's just like, I literally have no interest in you. Yeah. So stop. Yeah, so then she's like, I need to alert my friends. She whips out her phone. And it's so cute because he's like, is that a toy? <laughs> and she's like, no, it's a phone. Like, I can't just disappear. I have to tell people. And then she doesn't think about that and like anybody else's, like some people's route, she's like, I'm, I'm gone. No, sometimes she's like, I really need to get back. Like I need to get back to work. And then other times she's just like, anyway. I'm in here. And so I goes like, oh, I can just help you do that. And snaps his fingers and like takes care of it. And she's like, okay, like I'll, I'm good. So then he's like, no, he has to go to work. So he's like, I need you to go with me to the reflecting pool so that we can go and like do my job. Seeing so, you know, as I'm punished for not doing my job. <laughs> and so he takes, um, oh, then they go and they see the reflecting pool and this woman is like outside of this flower shop and she's like teetering because she likes the florist. And she's oh, like- Oh yeah, this little side scene like kind of got me. Yeah, so, oh God, that felt like hook like sacred me. Yeah. <laughs> so he, she's like saying that she wishes that she had the courage to tell him, but she's like so sad that she can't and like- Yeah, she, she just, just like it. buys the flower and he's like, thanks miss. And she's like, yeah, um, uh, and then like he goes to help the other customer. Yeah. She's like, damn, I couldn't say it again. I wish like I could have like something. So Igo just takes her feelings away. And the MC is like so upset. Like that's not really what she wanted. She wants the courage to tell this person that she loves him. And she Yeah, she doesn't want to deal with the feeling of not being able to. She wants to be able to. And yeah. he's like, well, I'll just take it away. <laughs> yeah, it's easier that way. She's like, she's no longer in pain. But like the MC makes a really good point. She's like, she probably cherished those feelings and now they're gone. Yeah, that's sad. And because, he's like, "Well, it's better for her." Yeah, and she's like, "I don't. How would you know? Because you didn't talk. Like, you didn't talk about it to the chapter." And she's like, still annoyed because like I go still like lazing around, like not doing anything. He's always also sleeps a lot, and no other god has to. So it's funny that he chooses. to He sleep. like chooses to sleep, and she asks why, because it's like weird compared to the other gods. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, "I prefer when I'm asleep compared to when I'm awake." Yeah. So then he's like, I'm really tired, like, and then she said that she needs to go take a bath, but she like kind of freaks out, which this does make sense. Because they can't be too far apart from each other, they have to be in the bath together. Yeah, and it's the exact same bath that was in the mansion, so I think that's why it threw me off. Yeah. But the bath is like freaking massive. So there's no way for him to leave the room and her get in the bath because of how big it is. Yeah, so then he decides to get in the bath and then she's like kind of sitting there like it's, they're both naked, so that's even, Crazier. Yeah, well, at first she doesn't get naked. He's like, I seriously Don't have no interest. And she's like, I'm telling you, I can't do it. And then he just snaps his finger and, and her clothes come off. And she's like, what are you doing? And then she like jumps in and then he like gets in too. Yeah, he gets in the bath because he doesn't, he doesn't want to get zapped, right? So then he falls asleep. Like she's like talking and like just going in on him. And he's like, eh. And so <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, maybe he really doesn't care about my body. And then she gets concerned because he falls asleep. And I'll say the way that this happens is too quick in succession because it's like very over the top. So he's like, she's like, um, I go like, wake up, wake up, like scream at him. And then all then she's like, all of a sudden I got dizzy and fell, like passed out. Like, yeah, big, that would have been built up. Like you would have felt yourself getting delirious. You've only been in the bath for at least two minutes. Like there's no way. Yeah. And you're at that point, like 
hyped up. Like, you, I feel like what happens is you get relaxed, dazed, dizzy. Yeah. But instead, she was like hyped up trying to wake him up, and then all of a sudden got dizzy. It didn't really make sense. Yeah. So like, I didn't like the scene overall. I like what they were going for. It was funny, like to me. Yeah. So then she's like wakes up and she's in Igo's room, and so he's like there, and she's obviously naked and needs like clothes, but it's like not cool. She doesn't realize that yet at first. Yeah. I will say though, I like that Igo apologizes because he feels bad, like actual remorse. Like it, you're, it's my fault that you passed out. So, Cause you know, like if it was Leon, he'd been like, nobody told you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm all worked up. Like, I was gonna die. So, like, whatever. I just wanna say, do you think my gods can, like, drown? I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, they don't die as often, but it's like, do you think that they could go and, like, Well, they can fly, it? though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, what, can they commit suicide is really the question. Yeah. Gonna, like, yeah, <laughs> not this out. like, personal. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we've been in here for literally eight hours. <laughs> um, so then, like, um, he's like all snappy and clothes. So then, anyway, she's just sitting there and he starts doing like paperwork because he needs to finish working. And she's like, "Cool, like it's fine." Anyway, she gets hungry now because it's been like a pretty like full day. Yeah. And then um, he looks at her funny, and I love this scene. Her stomach growls, and he was like, "Was that a mouse?" <laughs> and she's like. No, it's my stomach because I'm hungry. And he's like, what a cool function on you because your stomach growls because they don't eat. Yeah. And she's like, it's definitely not a cool function. Like, I'm like, yeah. gonna die. Like, that's crazy. I'm not here trying to function. <laughs> I'm not here trying to function. So he snaps food for her to eat. It's and like all this beautiful, like, god fruit and stuff. Yeah, and he said that he doesn't really like the stuff because it's not, like, fluffy. So she's like, oh, you know what you would like? It's marshmallows. And he was like, marshmallows? So she like tells him what it is and he conjures it up and he like instantly follows him up. His eyes go wide. He's like, this is like, yeah, this he is so eats amazing. it and he's like, it's not bad, but yeah. he clearly loves it. And he pokes her cheeks and he's like, your cheeks are squishy too, like marshmallows. I just <laughs> loved him. I was like, oh my God, like you're, I'm so down bad for you right now. Like, I know. It's insane. And like, come to me. I literally look like a marshmallow. Yeah, like, like, come to me. And then it's time for them to go to sleep. Now they say that his bed is so big. It's not though in this in the background picture, so it's like very like weird. It looks like a little like cradle, like a baby cradle. Yeah, in so the for them to say like there's so much massive room, there's really not in the terms of the background. So I wish they would have fixed that. Like, don't say something because it's visible. So now it's not realistic. And also they did kind of like conjure it in a point because he was like, oh well the room's so big, like we both have to do the bed. Cause you try to take the sofa mm -hmm. and he's like, no, the sofa's too far away. But it's like, you could very easily push the sofa. Cause it's just like a little chase lounge too. Also he could just snap his fingers and make a second bed. There's so, so many things that they could have done and they're like, hey, we have to make it a convenience and I fell for it. Like, e yeah, like honestly, I was like, I think we should just stay in the same bed. Knees buckled. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, like, in the bed again. Like, there's nothing else we can do. <laughs> so, so then anyway, um, they did, they go into the bed together and then while I goes in his bed with his little sheepy pillow or goat pillow, he calls out the name Fiona. And she's like, oh my God, maybe that's the name of this pillow. Yeah. I would, have, I would have not thought that, but that's because I'm a cynical person. Like, even though that was not my man, I've been like, oh, is you talk thinking about another girl? Yeah, the immediate <laughs> reaction I had was, oh, that's how this route was going. And then I almost texted you and was like, Jan, how could you say this is a good route? It's gonna be a route where he likes another bitch and like he's in love with her and, he, and the, the girl died. Like, that's like where I went with it. Yeah, um, well, Yasha, right? <laughs> yeah, but and I got really, really downcast, but it didn't end up, Quite like that so yeah so then anyway like 
basically it's the chapter ends and so it's been like a few days and the MC is kind of getting used to being around the heavens and so like she's doing like little chores cleaning up his room helping him with this paperwork because really what else could she do and so um she's like doing his basic tasks and then he's like okay for like as a reward i'll take you out so you're not just cooped up here because you know you have like stockholm syndrome like <laughs> she's like yeah like let's do it and so um so they go to the mercado because he cares that she's obviously getting tired like he mentions it but like bashfully and so then basically they go to like i called it a caravan market but like they're out of the market and this is only described that the, the gods have no sense of currency yeah they, they just, just like take, take to things. kill time yeah like it's a fun thing to do and so like while out they see like a little plush but it's not like plushy to him and then he gets um he doesn't tell her where the destination is going he's like i have to go somewhere and so he shows her while that they don't have currency which i actually like as like a small detail like he's like listen you all trade things and buy things but that's not how this works like we just do what we want i appreciated it too because it was a detail that wouldn't be easily contradicted mm -hmm. like it was just like a genuine good detail about the lore it wasn't something that was like Hmm, that doesn't match up with what Leon said. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so then, of course, so this is a, a significant thing. So in the, like, heavens, the king is the highest, but the gods of wishes and punishments are the next highest. Like, they're very popular and high-ranking gods. So everyone knows them and is, like, basically sees them as, like, royalty. Yeah. So Igo is a very noticeable god. So when they um, see him, they're like, Lord, like, everybody calls them lords. Yeah. Lord I goes out and all these women flock to him. I don't know how they know that she's a, um, a human right off the bat, but they do. And they like get pissy with her and like, why are you out with a human and not with me? But I goes does not want to talk to them. Plus them crowding is like separating them and yeah. the, the three feet rule is going to kick in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so they push her out of the way and he catches her and he's like, I, like, don't get so far away from me. And she, like, I would, first of all, my heart would explode. I don't even think I need to do that But he's like, it'll burn. Like, it'll hurt. Yeah. But then, like, the freaking ladies were like, ugh. He's, um, they say something to the fact of, like, oh, she's just going to end up the same. Yeah, she's going to end up the same because she hears gossip and she's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't understand. So then, anyway, he's like, don't touch her at all and don't touch me. And then he's like, let's leave. So then they end up in front of a mansion. And then... They like, once they're at the mansion, she goes in and she's like, this is such a beautiful mansion. Like, what's up? Like, we're here to see your friend. Although like, I do want to say that the background, it like randomly has a pillar coming out the top of like a fireplace and like a very weird, yeah. like the construction is horrifying. I'll <laughs> put it on screen for you guys. <laughs> Sorry to whoever drew this. So she goes, um, <laughs> so then she's like, we're here to see your friends. And he's like, kind of. And like the goats, they come rushing out. And she was like, oh my gosh, the goats. And he like loses it He was like, bitch, if I tell you one more time, they're not goats. Like, I said just... divine beast, like, do I need to spell it? <laughs> so, he then explains his unique ability. So he can basically control any living thing. But I guess they limit it to like animals and like trees and stuff because it's clearly not humans. Like, that's... Yeah, I wonder how the translation went on that because I know like there's more of a separation between like humans versus like non-humans but that are living in the Japanese language so yeah. I think there might have been like a weird translation on them yeah so these are all his animal familiars and he asked why she chose he chose goats since he likes fluffy things that he would choose sheep and he's like because the goats were fluffier and they were softer to touch than the goats and so that just seems like a lie but okay <laughs> and I guess it's cute because it goes to his sign because this is a sign like the sheep or goat 
I should really know this. I think it is goat, though. Let me see. Capricorn. My brother's a Capricorn, and I know very, very many Capricorn men. They're a little interesting. It's a goat. Yeah, so that yeah. makes it like more like cutie. So then anyway, um, she notices that like one goat's in the corner, and she's like, who's that? And she's like, that's Nashira. That's the goat like that saved you, that whatever. Nashira sounds like a female name, right? Yeah, but it was a girl. And, and then they were like, he, he, he. Yeah. And I was like, weird. And so she was like, oh, like, why doesn't he want to come out? And she's like, he's like, doesn't warm up to people. So she's like, I want to go and thank him because he like protected and saved my life because, you know, you didn't. And so, yeah. Like, she goes over and to like try to get him to coax him out and like he bucks her and like cuts her mm -hmm. and she doesn't like she goes out really hurt so then she gets down to his level again which surprises I go yeah because I goes trying to stop her at this point he's like yeah. no you're gonna hurt I'm supposed to protect you yeah because she was like I um he bops her and then he was like don't go back towards him she's like no I want to like help him stand and like play with his friends because he obviously hasn't because Igo says that like he hasn't been playing yeah and he does she doesn't even like address Igo she's like just thinking that in her head and like she's fully focused on like yeah. the goat and like touches like the injury that he had the goat had yeah and so she's like I'm so sorry like thank you so much for saving me and so the goat like warms up to her really quickly real snow white ass yeah <laughs> she like and let's and then they try standing and Nishira's like okay like let's go play which I go compliments her because he's like, Nishira doesn't like anybody. Like, he only likes me. Yeah, like, from this moment, like, all of a sudden, like, I goes, like, interested in you because he, he's like, oh, you like, you got something going on. You got something special. And then they go back to his mansion and this, they have an exchange because he was like, um, basically, like, um, oh, she goes, that was a really nice mansion. He's like, a mansion? That was their pen. I'm like, yeah. oh, like, okay, well, not a really nice pen. So then, he kind of is like telling her, he's like, why did you do that? Like, what do you want in exchange? And she was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, I don't want to owe you anything. So don't think that just because you were nice to my goats that I owe you shit. And she's like, I don't think that. So yeah, he gets like about? very weird about it. Like, yeah. which tips off like kind of like his story. But yeah. yeah so she's like, um, like, no, I'm, I'm doing this because I wanted to. Like, I have no need. Like, you're already protecting me. Like, that's enough. And then he was like, I'll give you one wish. So, because I don't want my goat to owe you anything. And it's so cutely bashful because, like, he wants to thank her. And he also, because of the way he is from his past, he thinks that everyone always has an ulterior motive. So, yeah. he's not about to, like, let that lie. But I think, and I can see, like, the little cracks of it because he kind of obviously feels wrong that he accused her of it. So, he's like, okay, I'm going to do you, like, a solid. And she's like, I want to go home. Now, this does piss me off later because she knows why she can't go home. They didn't told her why she can't be at home. Well, she even says that in her head. He, she's like... I think that I'm really not supposed to go home. Like, it's dangerous, but, like, truly my wish would just to be back on Earth. Because then later she's like, oh, my God, was it dangerous that we came home? Shut up. Yeah, you know what was. <laughs> so she's, like, so shook. And then she's happy because they're closer. But, like, she's, like, um, he tells her it again in, like, a little bashful tone. He's, like, don't think you got one on me. She's, like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I don't feel that way. <laughs> so then she has to go back to Earth. And then, like, before they go back, they go and visit the goats, like, one more time, and she, like, asks Igo um, if it's okay to disobey, like, oh, because Leon tells them. They go and see, when they um, are sleeping together, I totally forgot that detail, when they're in the bed together, they wake up, and the gods bust into Igo's room. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, see what's going on here. I'm like, Igo doesn't get up, but she's getting roasted. <laughs> she's like, I have nothing's happening. Like, it literally doesn't look that way. It looks like you two are sleeping together. She's like, he has his clothes on. I have my clothes on. Like, what are you He about? literally has a spell on him that we have to be close to each other you so you all that. can simmer down. And so Leon's basically like, you know what you can't do and you definitely can't go home, so don't go to Earth. So again, when she asked, like, was it really bad that we came to Earth? 
He was told by his boss that he wasn't allowed to, and he did it anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. Bad. It's bad. So Leon tells him not to, so she's like, are you going to get in trouble, like, by Leon, if that? And Agla's like, I mean, maybe, but, like, let's go. He's like, like that's what you want. Like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So they get, open the door, go to her place, and he says, is this a human home? It's, like, not even good enough to be a pet. And she's like, you literally already said that last time. Like, don't insult my place. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, it just seems small. Like, say that she's poor and, like, call it a day. But then he's like, but I mean it as a compliment. Yeah. It's good because I'm interested can... in what you're into, like, all about you. Well, also, he was saying, like, because that way they can walk about oh, the yeah. cabin and not be more than two feet apart. <laughs> and then he's fascinated by all her gadgets, so he wants to learn about them. Yeah. And, like, um, I did say this as a thought. Them being that they're wishes and punishment gods, like, we've talked about this several times, but this was, like, what the order I played it in, I noted it. I go acting like he doesn't know anything or all of them kind of acting like they're so indifferent because they watched the humans so many times, like, for years and years and years, centuries. The fact that you don't know human objects always kills me because I'm like, you should know since you grant their wishes. Yeah, which leads me to believe, like, they really don't get that involved. Like, oh, like it's almost like you don't even really have to see what the wish is, especially if you're trying to do it equally. Like, oh, a wish came to the pod? Yeah. Like, that's like you're not even me. looking. Um, so then he asks her, he's like, hey, do you have any of those things? And she's like, what thing? And he's like, you know, like, the little squishy thing. And she's like, a marshmallow. So she shows him how to roast it. And he's so fascinated. It's so cute. Like, yeah, he's, that. she's like, I actually do have some that I bought a while back, but I think I can, like give you a little special twist yeah so like they go on the day they don't do anything she's just like at home like chilling and then it's time it's nighttime now and so then she's like shit like what's the sleeping arrangement now and so clearly Igo has like a small pack like thing about her because he could just lay on the floor and he doesn't he's she's like we laid on the bed but it'd be closer and he's like well i didn't bring my my special pillow so you have to be my pillow oh before this too um she has to take a bath mm -hmm. and like before bed and because, like, the apartment's small enough for him to move, she he gets into the marshmallows, and he tries to roast them himself. And, and like, the them. fire alarm goes off because he completely burns them into ash. <laughs> yeah. And then they basically lay down together and, like, cuddle. So, like, that's, like, how That was one of my favorite scenes. I was like... And then the gods burst in again, and they're cuddled up at this point. And first of all... Yeah, it's, like, like, a morning wake-up call. <laughs> yeah, and Leon is... Piss. And I know this is so stupid, but him being mad like really got me going. I was like, damn. I know. I was like, I was like hi. He and he was like super mad. And like, um, she gets up and she's like, I go. And he pulls her closer. So th this pisses off. I kind of feel bad for Hugh because he's like, <sighs> yeah, once we get to Hugh, you guys are going to be like, how could they do this? <laughs> so then she hugs, um, or like he hugs her closer and Leon's like even more pissed, like sis. Like, get your ass up right now. So then she scrambles and explains everything. She's And they're like, sure, babes. Like, that's true. I'm like, yeah, you're not sleeping together. Like, we, this is the second time we've got Yeah, it. like, come on now. And then um, basically, Iko gets up, and then he gets, like, lectured to hell about this. Like, I told you not to leave, and, like, you did it anyway, and, like, she's, like, vulnerable. Yeah, they start, like, lecturing her about it at first, but then he steps in and is like, no, we came here because I wanted to try a marshmallow. Yeah. And this is where she says internally, like, oh, like, was it really a bad idea for us to come here? Shut up. <laughs> Shut your ass up. And I think this is a really good character moment for Igo because she was about to throw herself on the sword by telling the truth. And he was like, I wanted to be here to protect her from getting yelled at. Yeah. But what kind of annoys me about the other gods is like, so if it was her idea to come home, then we would have been mad. But as soon as he says he just wanted to try a marshmallow, they're like, 
oh, you know, that can happen sometimes. But like, be careful. And then they left. I was like, Don't I thought up. this was serious. Like, how serious could it be? Like, as long as we want a marshmallow, it's all good. Like, it's the same way that like they're like, oh, like you're protected as long as you stay inside. But they don't think like maybe like putting a ward around the entire house makes sense. I know only certain gods do the ward thing, and it's like you all should be doing that. That should be a basic one on one god lesson. That's all you're supposed <laughs> to do. So then she like um. Tries to admit it, and I go just like keep taking the blame. And then the they wishes are like, ah, no, that's not even. They basically see the connection. They're like, ah, I see. You're gonna get in trouble, but I'll let you like hang yourself. Like that's basically yeah. what Leon says. They pretty like, much just like, like what are we gonna let do? Let it go. Yeah. Like, he has like a sad look in his eye. And you're like, yeah, babe. Like this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Every time I catch you out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, I'm sorry, babe. And Leon grants her permission only if I agrees not to be lazy. And for the first time, he's like, I won't. Like, I'm going to take it serious. Yeah, like, I'm <laughs> on my job. I've been like, so, like, fizzled <laughs> like, Taking trips to the place we told you not to go for a marshmallow. Yeah, and so then she's, like, really curious about all the comments that people are making about him. And so she decides to ask him about it. And this is when he's like, sit down. I'm going to tell you a good story. Yeah, he's like, this is just a little story about a god. And so he's like, <laughs> he goes, like... One time a god who was asked to join the punish like the Department of Wishes, which is so stupid because it's like there's only six of you. There's literally only six of you. <laughs> so come on. And he said I felt like oh like their power was not that special and that couldn't compare to his other friends. You mean Carno who can only enhance things? I know, come on. Like, like get out of here. Just because he's a vice minister. Like, don't even do me. Like his is actually the worst of the six of them. Yeah. It's just like was it calm down. Mm, yeah, if we're talking about ranking of like power types, like no offense, like Leon's also like the pretty shit power, so it's like I know they just have high titles. They don't have good power. He's just really powerful, so it's like his rival's the king, so it's like that's his good way out of it. like yeah, my, yeah. My, my unique power sucks, but at least I can beat you up. But either way, so he's like, so he never felt special. That was until like a goddess came in and said that he was special and how great he liked, like what he was. And that she really liked nice things. So he wanted to get her every nice thing he possibly could. Yeah, like she loved jewels and stuff like that, which I feel like is kind of an interesting callback to when they were at the market and somebody was buying jade. Like he looked a little like off during that scene. And now it makes sense. Because she says it's pretty. Yeah. It's so gorgeous. And he's like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. so you're like that. No, bitch. (laughs) It's crazy. I know bitches like jewels. Basically, the gods became lovers and that he was really, truly in love with her. And so then he thought he could trust her to take him around his friends. And like, <laughs> imagine the gods being like, uh, I guess we're not your friends. Like, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Can you have like Carnival and Leon watching in a reflecting pool and being like, I guess fuck us, huh? Like, who cares? I will say to you, sorry to start sidebar, the way that the, each departments care about indiv- like the group collectively together. So like Leon and all of them, though they talk and banter a lot, it's very clear that they all respect and care about each other and what yeah. happens to each other. And same with the punishments is that they care about each other enough to trust and talk to each other. Like, even though Scorpio's like, hate you, like, definitely still hangs out with a little problem, kids. Yeah. It's like, Lavis is like their dad. It's like, oh, great. Anyway, I would just really think that that's like a cute thing that's between them. Like, Leon, what makes me like Leon more than Ziglavis totally is that Leon actually does, is more caring than Ziglavis. He's pretty involved in all of the gods of wishes. Yeah. And yeah, I think Voltage... One of their strong suits, I know they have many weak suits. A lot of people hate on Voltage Games, but they do really good ensemble cast. They really do. Like They, they really do. They really know what they're doing. So, um, anyway, so she says that she brings him to the her his friend, and the friend um, scarred her, like, bopped her and scarred her. 
And then she, like, did a 180 and, like, flips out on him and is, like, how could you be around these disgusting animals? Yeah, like, why do you hang out with these freaks? Yeah, like, how could you, like, I'm scarred. Like, what are you going to do to atone for it? The only thing that's good, good about, about you is your power. And this really hurts the god. And so he cut himself off from caring about anything or anyone besides his familiar. Because he realized everyone's just trying to use him. Yeah, so it's, like, it's weird to a comparison. Like, Leon, like Leon's character kind of faces similar feelings. So it's like, that's a contract that I like. Like, they have, they can relate and why they can get close. Like, I get what you're feeling, you get what I'm feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <clears throat> anyway, like, he basically cut himself off and he no longer cares about, he, like, cares about her, he's over the girl, and, like, the MC feels so sad for him. Which I would, too. I'd be like, damn, that's insane. So then she's like, he thinks that, the MC is like, I honestly think it's, like, really wonderful that you would, like, open yourself up to be hurt that way. Because you clearly did truly love her. She just didn't love you back. And that's not your fault. Yeah, like, you're a genuine person. And she like, was the one who was wrong. Yeah, and I was like, what? You don't think I'm wrong? And I was like, I'm sorry, how would you be wrong? She told you that she was using you. Uh, yeah. How could you know? And, so and then, then he was just like, but, you know, when people open themselves up to love, they just get pain. So it's better to get rid of those feelings. Which calls back to the florist situation a bit. Yeah. And so then he just hugs her and, like, holds on to her. And he's like, just let me stay like this for a minute. And so then the chapter ends. And then she, I don't, she doesn't say it out loud. But she says, like, internally. And, like, I mean, it's chapter nine. So, like, at this point, she might as well. But, like, she's like, I'm attracted to him. Like, oh, yeah? Just now? <laughs> it's crazy because it's, like, Carno off the rip. She's like, he's hot. We get the hottest one here. I go, and it's not till chapter nine. And you're, she's like, like you sleeping know in his bed, cuddled <laughs> up to him. And you're like, I think... I'm attracted to him. I think I might have feelings. <laughs> Louis so chapter three, oh. I'll die for this man. <laughs> what? That's so insane. And so then she goes back to like helping him with his work and he's like granting wishes and stuff as they're like going out. But then they run into the woman again in the florist and he, he redeveloped those feelings. And, um, they run into the florist, the, the woman who like is in love with the florist again and her feelings are full fledged back. So, but she doesn't remember that she used to like him. Yeah, because the florist is like, oh, you're back. I haven't seen you in a while. And she's like, what? She's like, I just found this place. <laughs> yeah, so then, which also leads, that's, that's how I know that the gods share similar powers because Carno erases memories and can change them, and so did I go. So yeah. the same. I wonder, too, if, like, their powers become more infinite depending on, like, the wish. Mm -hmm. So, like, if a wish needs to be done that requires XYZ, they can do XYZ, but they can't do XYZ on command. Yeah. That might be what it is. And so then I was like, I was going to take her feelings away again. And she's like, have you learned nothing? Yeah, she's like, wait. <laughs> so she's like, no, she obviously cares. And she just wants the courage to say it. Like, those feelings were so important to her. And I was like... I guess, like, I don't get it. Like, what are you talking about? So then he snaps, and then she admits their feelings. Oh, no, before she even has no. to. Yeah. The force is like, oh, like, I'll get you that rose. And she's like, okay. And the wife comes out, and she's like, see you later, babe. And he's like, she's like, the woman's shook. First of all, she takes it into better stride than me, because if I like somebody and I find out they're in a relationship, I'm in shambles. Like, I'm in shambles. It's totally shambles. And it's like, she's literally sitting there, like, Okay, I'm about to say it. I'm about to say it. And then this pretty girl walks out of the shop and says, I'm going to do this delivery, baby. And you're just like, oh, he's, and then she's like, you're married. And as he's like handing her the rose, he's like, yeah. And then she's like, I've been in love with you for a while. He's like, excuse me? Like, yeah, because he goes, well, who's this rose for? And then she goes, it's for you. I've yeah. been in love with you for a while. And, and then he's like. Uh, like, you can imagine someone being like, I literally just admitted that's my wife. Calm down. I know, it's like, are you, I don't know what your proposition is. <laughs> and, so, and she's just like, 
She makes it clear, though, that she's not saying that he should leave his wife. Yeah, so she leaves glowing, and so the MC kind of explains why this is. Like, she is free from that, but she was okay with being in love. She had a great love for that. So, like, that's the whole thing. And so, she was able to get closure, because yeah. even the guy, like, as she was walking away, he was like, I hope you find happiness, too. And she was like, thank yeah, you. she's better than me, because I would be like, don't wish me happiness. I hope to see you in hell. And <laughs> At least it was just a crush, though. It's yeah. not like this, like, heart-wrenching, like, romance she had. But <laughs> don't wish was, me well. Don't do it. Like, it was, like, a good thing for old Capricorn here, I, to see. Yeah, and so she's like, like, but love was worth it. And so then I go basically is like, you know, I actually don't mind being around you. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Like, He's so awkward sometimes, which I love. And then um, she's trying to convince herself that he just means like, I see you like as a friend. Like, I don't hate you. So like, I'm cool with you being around. But it's like, dude, he's like blushing. He's into you. Like, Yeah, like summer. So then he's like. Um, he literally is like, why are you being weird, dude? Like, you, like she kind of being weird to me. Distance herself, and he's, she's like, I'm not being weird. He's like, literally in the house, you keep trying to move, and like, that's stupid. Like, it's gonna burn, so don't. Yeah. And then she's like, they get up the next day, and actually, oh, I guess I'll stay later. The next day, and he's like, oh, like show me around Earth. Like, I want you to show me like Earth things because I'm like curious to like learn more about your world and you. And she's like. Okay, like, let's do it. And he's, like, asking about everything. Like, what's this? And what's this? And it's so cute because, like, instead of being, like, wanting to go on a date, he's like, why are you going to show me around? I'm like, what's good? Like, I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. And so I think that's super cute because then um, they um, get lost in a crowd and they hold hands. Yeah. Because he's like, we don't want to get lost. Like, I won't get zapped. It's like, okay. The thing is, the problem is with the Sprite, you can't see that he has a mark or not anyway. Yeah. Well, they changed his clothes and he looks so hot in his fucking right. Oh my god, I know. I just wish they would have kept it accurate with the thing. Oh yeah. And but then he says that like, oh, she notices that he's getting tired because the earth drains their energy. Because um, even Liam said like, when they're on earth, they drain their power or like their energy so they get tired. So she's like, what if they go to like a little bench and sit around after they're at the market mm-hmm. and he's like thanks because you notice i was getting tired i don't know why i was like oh god soon yeah and he like sleeps on her a little bit yeah and then she's like he's like you know you're kind of interesting like just think like her dude i know and they go back to the like market but while they're there she notices that because they're gone. looking at necklaces yeah and she sees one with angel wings and she's like oh that would be cute on him she goes to hold it up to him and then yeah, and she's like, oh, it's gone. And he was like, he's known, though, and he just didn't tell her. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say earlier, but then I was like, I don't want to ruin the reveal. But that night when she was being awkward and kept going away from him, she actually did go more than three feet away from him, and yeah. that's when he noticed, but he decided not to say anything so he could continue to be so closer. So then it's like, now we're in chapter 10, and he tells her, like, I already noticed it was gone because of that. Like, you ran off being because you're being weird, and it didn't zap me, which means it was gone, and I was fine. And so they both, like say they don't have to be close but it's like very clear that it's somber like they don't want to say that yeah so like she goes but it's like, like more on his end because it's like she is like well we could still be close but then he creates the distance this time yeah so she's like somber about it and she's like i'll be your pillow and then um i go sleeps with his back to her and like basically rejects her he specifically goes on the floor yeah he goes and on the floor and she's down he can't sleep she can't sleep and she she notices he's still awake and he's like, she's like, you can't sleep. And he's like, no, I can't. And then she was like, well, I can be your pillow again. And he goes, I'm no, good. I don't want you to. Like, I don't. And then he basically rejects her. So she's like distraught about that. So like, she goes like, I need to get some fresh air. And so bad choice. Because she goes outside. And as soon as she says outside, Crow is like, damn, I've been waiting for you to go yeah, by Yeah, the second you stepped on my balcony. He's like, come <laughs> with me, son. <laughs> 
he goes out and like Crow threatens I go, she doesn't go with him. And she's like, okay, I'll go with you. And it's like, girly, did you think that you had a choice? Yeah. You're already outside, like there's not gonna stop you. But I go comes like pretty quick this time. Like I was so distracted with like basically my own feelings. He doesn't say that, but he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I let this happen. I shouldn't have slipped up, yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have let you like that. And so then um, he does something to her, like he like hits her with something and she's like in pain. And I goes like, Stop this shit, like, I'm gonna fight you. But like, the goats, oh, the goats come back out of nowhere. Yeah. And then she's like, um, it, I think it's Serve that takes yeah, her. Yeah, then Serve like flies in and takes her to like a completely yeah. other balcony. This like random rooftop. Like, why they know where everything is at is insane, but okay. I think they honestly just teleported somewhere random because he was like, yeah. get me away with this girl. And then he um, shoots her with a curse and is like, if you uh, are close or touch the one that you care about, like you'll drain their like life energy and like kill them. And so she's like, oh my gosh, like I can't let I go be around me. Which this is, is so, the part that pissed me off about her so, so much. Crazy. She's, so she's like, about to be back. And I'm like, okay. So she goes back and like, rather than telling him the curse, she's like, what if I say I hate you? What if I say, I can't stand your ass. I think you're a piece of shit. Like, all this stuff and like mind you there's no rule about the curse that you can't tell someone she, like this is what kills me even more so she, he's like why are you acting like this and then she's like just get away from me i never want to see you again she just got snatched she's like runs away and runs outside you just got attacked you know how you got attacked why would you do that and she immediately gets snatched up she they were like damn i this i thought you were just gonna kill the little god with you but you did it as a solid by getting your ass out here like I thought they first went back to the apartment because he does touch her. Or is that after the second time? It's after the second time. Like, no, when they're at, when he's about to get, she's about to get taken, they show back up. And she's like, don't touch me. And like, that's the first time. So like- He just he, touches her anyways and gets her inside. Yeah, and so then the second time, they like run off again. And so she's like, tells him about the curse. And he's like, I don't care about the curse. After it's like too late. This is what annoyed me. Cause it's like, she's sitting there and they have this whole condo outside like of her house. And like, cause she's like trying to change the subject to like extend it. She's like, oh, like how'd they get away or whatever. And then like, he's asking her questions and then he's like, okay, come on, let's go inside. And she's like, um, um. And then that's when she comes out like with the whole, I hate you thing. When she could have easily be like, actually you can't touch me. Yeah, and then not until they get in the house, they, ha they have another conversation where she could have mentioned at many points. And then he decides to touch her and then he starts getting really sick. And then at that point, that's when she's like, actually I have a curse. Okay guys, we were mid explaining um, Eyes route, like yes. towards the end of it actually, but I just wanted to like address it because like it's clearly dark outside. The fireplace is on. Um, we're using a different phone to film this now. So yeah. we're just gonna bug Power it out. Group. Yeah. I mean, like, please ignore the flaws. Like we're, we're making a comeback. Don't yeah. call it a comeback. Trust me. Sorry. <laughs> it's gonna get better with the quality. Like I know it's been like a weird rocky ride for this, but it's been rusty, bro. We've never done a video this big either. This is insane. No, I think when's the last time we filmed that one time um, for like in December? That was the last time we filmed. And was, yeah, like, we did remote, and that's like kind of easier to make look professional because it's like just the two like small yeah. pictures. But this is like trying to get a whole set, and we lost our set because we don't have like a living room or anything anymore. So this is like. Yeah. We need to probably get more lights and like just plan it out better. But yeah. anyways. Um, I was gonna say, we do have living rooms, we're not homeless. But like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have living rooms that are conducive to filming like we did in the past. Yeah. Cause we used to just have like, I'll insert photos of us in like 
the yeah, New York style place. Like that was cute. That was my favorite. We just live now, obviously, in separate places. Like we said in the first video, but if you don't know, yeah, like I live in California, she still lives in Arizona. So here, like that would not matter. Yeah, but I live in a different place in Arizona. We used to have like a pretty larger like house that we were splitting. Yeah. Um, but now since it's just me and my husband and my little dog, we moved to like pretty much a studio in like a building. So there's really not a lot of space for filming. Yeah. But yeah. It's a cutie cam though. But anyway. Yeah, she's cutie cam, so like she doesn't have a film room. <laughs> so, like obviously to just jump right in. So where we were at was that the MC is dragged to the um, Dark King underworld and Basically, he's like, yo, what's poppin'? Like, what's up with this goddess? And the crow and serve. I love that his name is serve. He looks like he, like, serves on the dance floor. Yeah, like, you know, to protect him as serve. <laughs> anyway, so he said that he in he put a curse on the um, MC. MC, MC. And that if she hugs, like, the one that she loves or whoever, like, comes in contact with her, will, like, feel immense pain. And so she's like, at least I'm like away from Igo now, which that's kind of insane. But Igo shows up immediately, like doesn't wait, isn't like, let me find everybody else. He's like, I'm here and I'm gonna sit down here and work with I almost said it too. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just one brain cell and it's shared. And he shows up and he's like, don't touch her. And she's like, like, don't do this. Like, I'm good. And he's like, no, like, this is my job and I love her and I'm gonna protect her no matter what. And it's like, <laughs> It's so funny because during Carno's thing, he's like, I showed up and that's all that matters. And Carno showed up solely. Ugh. Yeah, so like, <laughs> it's just kind of insane. So then, anyway, like, the king's like, sorry, dude, like, no, I actually need her, so have a good time. And then I goes like, I'm gonna kill you, and that's kind of it. So he like powers up and comes into his god form. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I wanna say that maybe the other gods come in, but I don't think so. I think that's only in Carno's. Yeah, I don't think the other gods come in in this one. I can't really remember. It all kind of happens very fast. It's not like a huge thing in Eyes route. Like, it's just like yeah. a quick aside. And so she, he defeats him. Oh, he hugs onto her. Like, holds onto her. He's in, like, immense pain. And all of a sudden, the pain stops. Because he's like, I love you. Like, I don't care. I'm going to protect you in my last Like, the pain's breath. worth it. And she's like, no, like, I don't want you to die. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, the king, the dark king comes to it. Like, can you wrap this up? Like, kill you or no? But, like, don't stay here. And he's, like, sitting there in his, like, full makeup. Like, <laughs> what's going on? So then, basically, after that happens, like, uh, um, I go defeat him. And he's like, it's the, <laughs> so cute. Because he's like, it's the power of love. And then, like, as soon as that happens, like, um, crown, crown, crow. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like crow and a serve. Like basically, they're like done. I just imagine him like dance battling. Like, and the king, attack. yeah, the dark king retreats, and he's like, "This isn't the last you'll see of me." And so then they they get enveloped in white light, and they end up in the throne room, and that's where everybody else is at. And here's the thing: I love that like they have everybody in the room. It's like, where were y'all at? You so you knew what was happening to me, and said, "We'll just wait till I go take care of it." I feel like That's also it's like we're having a personal moment. Like <laughs> you guys are all just here like watching my mess like across the courtroom. And don't do anything to stop it. So yeah. then like the king is like, you've done your duty. And like, he's like, I quite literally didn't though. Yeah. He's not sealed away. Yeah. He's like, That's okay. Like I know like when push comes to shove, you'll do it. And he's like, push came to shove and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh. But it's just not a big deal to the king anymore because love is here. <laughs> So then, all the wishes gods are like, you've taken an interest in a human. And it's like, screw you, so did you, we're friends. Yeah, like, like all of you. We're popping and kicking it sometimes. So then I goes like, okay, um, I, he doesn't do what Carno does. 
And I was like, I don't deserve a reward. He's like, you know what I want as my reward? My girlfriend. Yeah. And then the king was like, sorry, can't, because she's the only one that decides for her heart. Like, in that moment, I would pop him in his face. Like, shut your mouth. Like, He's so annoying, because he's like, I can't, dot, dot, dot. But she agrees, I can. <laughs> like, it's like, okay. Yeah, so then they, like, go off into, like, they both are saying they want to be each other. And this is, like, a really cute, intimate moment. So they're in his room, and... He's like, they confess, and he cutely says, like, I can assume that we feel the same way about each other. And because he's been so scarred in the path, ah, ooh. <laughs> it's getting late. In I can't tell you how many coffees I've had today. In the past, um, he needs reassurance. And I think this is a really beautiful, vulnerable moment for him because he's like, we like, like each other, right? Yeah, and he's like, become such like a melty, cuddly god after this. Yeah, so then they basically are like, yeah, we like each other, and then like, um, they go to sleep together because that's what they like to do with sleep. Yeah, it's like they like to take naps. Then, Although, I can totally relate. I love that. Again, even though the gods watch this happen, they burst into his room and they're like, so are y'all official or what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know we're together. And then, like, they decide to throw a party. Yeah, they have like, that dinner party. Yeah. And I like that. Like, the one that they use for when they're at the mansion is, like, uglier than the dining room that they use in the heavens. Yeah. Sometimes they use the same backgrounds and sometimes they don't. That's why it's so confusing. But, yeah. yeah. So they throw a party and I go, like, they just want to have a party and drink. So, like, this isn't really for us. Those guys are dicks. I do like that they consistently are always, like, Hugh has the best spirits. Like, yeah. they always bring That's that up. That's cute. I love, too, that despite um, Scorpio always being like, I can't stand your hoes. He's always at the parties. Yeah. Body, he's always body, like, shots, shots, shots. And then, like, it ends and, like, they're together. And hi, just little updates. So let's get into the rank. What did you rank him for each of the categories, Yana? So for personality, I was torn between eight and eight and a half. I like that I was main thing is sleeping because I'm always a sleepy gal. But also, he's, like, pretty apathetic. It's not just because he never cared about humans or, like, anything like that. It's just because, like, he was heartbroken before. And I like that that's, like, kind of mixed in. But he has a reason behind it. It's not like, I just never had a reason. And he felt like he was used. I would say sometimes they don't show it in the right way. So it minimalizes any part of his personality. Or, like, he doesn't have one. So it's like, eh. And I love that he always loves sloppy chicks. You know me. I'm literally, like, a little plush girl. Um, I feel like they don't. I Even though they, like, explain, like, they don't really explain it. I don't think they did know anything about humans at all. Like, again, for y'all having such a high-ranking job, you would think it's important because that's the whole thing that King always is like, you need to, like, you guys, they talk constantly about how, like, they were one, and it's like, okay, if you were one, then you should have some care about humans, and they just simply don't, it seems like. Yeah, I feel like if anyone, though, could get away with it, it would be Igo because he does prefer to sleep, and he doesn't really take an interest or truly look at anything, so I could see him, of all people, missing it because he's so, like, aloof. Yeah. But I gave him an eights, like in the eights, because I feel like sometimes he just was one note and it wasn't like, you know, it didn't yeah. feel like he needed a hit. Now, I feel like some people might find him boring, but... Yeah. But not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me. So for romance, I was really torn on this, but like, I enjoy the thorough pacing of their relationship. I think that they didn't go too quick. I think that it was like, they had some funny moments, there's spark to the romance, but like, they got along as friends first. Like, they had a genuine relationship. And then they got romantic, but I feel like her not realizing until chapter nine that she might be attracted to this man is insane. Because then two chapters later, she's like, I don't love with him. I'm like, that seems crazy. Whereas like all the other gods, I feel like it's kind of more immediate. Like Carno, even she like loves him right away. Yeah. Like so for that, he had to get a seven. Now for plot, I gave him an eight and a half. I docked points due to the it being formulated to the other gods because like yeah, again, it it's 
the Dark King that all of a sudden they're attacked, he lives in the heavens, and then all of a sudden, like, 9, 10, they're fighting the Dark King again. And it's like, that's exactly to it. Him as in Connors mirrored that. Um, I think they attack her, and like then they're 24-7, and it's like, she can't go outside for more than 20 seconds. It's just predictable in that sense. And then she goes against the God's orders multiple times, and everybody's around. It's so frustrating. But I do think the plot itself is so great. It's not like this heavy, dramatic thing, but it's very, like, cute, and it's light between every other god it's so heavily and then he's just like this light like good thing it's like a breath of fresh air especially if you're planning to play the whole game like it's if you're feeling like too intense it's a good one to break it up um for his development i gave him a nine i honestly love his ilk he starts off as lazy and apathetic to being willing to be vulnerable and protective of her and like he's not particularly mean but uh he was just doing his job and he begins to get to know the mc he wants to see her around his bashfulness it's not like he's just like, I'm in love, that's it. He has like genuine reasons. He shares his past about her, like with her. And I'll, I'll like, freaking die every time she's like, you're ghosts. He's like, they're not ghosts. I love that whole banter. He's like, that's what got for me. The main character of the team, like 7.5 and 8. Uh, I was really torn with this one. Like there are some instances I've annoyed me with her. Like, and the writing is more like to blame for it. Like from the beginning, they got to tell her, it's dangerous, don't leave. And she does it several times. Yeah. And then after she realized she cursed, rather than just tell him like straight out, like, yo, like this is what happened to me. She's like, what if I was just kidnapped and run away? Like, don't, like that's crazy. So for me, I gave him a 40 out of 50. All right. Getting to me, I scored pretty similarly. Um, For personality, I gave him an 8.5 out of 10. I feel like his personality was very true to Capricorn and just like Earth signs in general. Like I found him much closer to what Taurus should have been like than the actual Taurus character in this route. Um, And even Virgo too, because that's also an Earth sign. He's slow to open up, but once he does, he's very cuddly and he has some weird whims. He's definitely apathetic, especially in the beginning. And even when he does open up, he is pretty one note and there's really not a lot of surprises with him. And I wish they gave him a few more layers. That's why I docked like a point and a half there. Romance, I gave 7.5 out of 10. It's definitely more of a romance route than a plot route, in my opinion. Like, that's like the plot more so is like their romance. Um, Because the plot is more simple, aside from that, there's more scenes of the two of them just together in general romance scenes. The main plot point is that he's been given a mark by the king to keep them close, so they stay in the same bed, etc., adding romantic moments. That being said, I still think that they could have done even more with the romance, especially since there was just so much time for it with the lack of crazy plot. But he takes so long to open up to her and then she doesn't catch feelings until so late in the game. Like, so that's why I docked some points. For plot, I gave it a seven out of 10. I found the plot to be a little simple compared to the others, but even still, I really enjoyed it. I let It lets the romance peek through a little bit more and it's like kind of a voltage staple to have that. Kind of balance and i feel like they didn't really seal the dark king away at all so that part felt a little unresolved for me and he was still rewarded so it was a little too perfect as far as that in piece which is a common problem with the other routes too but ellie's character development i gave him a 9 out of 10 for this because he definitely does have true character development that's what i enjoyed most about his route overall he starts off being afraid to really engage with anyone and he stays secluded and sleeps a lot with an apathetic affect Then we find out it's because he's afraid of feeling pain or hurt and he's just a cuddly little guy. But MC is able to show him that love is great enough that it makes any pain he might experience because of finding it worth it in the end. For the main character, I gave her a 7.5. I think she's pretty solid in this one at times and takes on a caregiver style role a lot and shows Igo about things in the world. It kind of reminded me of like how Gil treats Cupid and Cupipara, like how he's showing her about the world because she's like a god. It's kind of like a similar 
dynamic there, but there are a few times where she just simply fails to communicate simple things and it causes huge issues like I explained when she got cursed. So if I go touches her, he's gonna get sick. And once he finds her out front of the apartment, he asks what's going on, they small talk. And then he's like, come on, let's go. And she moves away. He's like, why are you moving away? And she's like, um, er, and she just like can't spit it out until like later in the room. And like once he gets sick, then she's like, oh, it was because I'm cursed. And like that just annoyed me. But that gave me like very close to Yaw's ring, 39.5, like only 0.5 off of what yeah. you said out of 50. And that gave the complete total to be 79.5 out of 100. So a C plus, almost a B minus, but like a pretty good rank for I there. Yeah. So that's gonna be it for this video where we went over, who did we go over again? I go in Lou. Yes, <laughs> I go in Lou. And we're going to do our final part three for Sarkoff Smith of the top two gods. So, of the wishes department. Yes, of the wishes department. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Do let us know in the comments like what you think about this really long form style. Like, yeah. do you enjoy having long form content about Ochmay to just put on? Or is it just like too much for you? Let us yeah. know in the comments. Stop. It's definitely a lot to film, but it is fun at the same time. I really yeah. enjoy it. Get really into it, getting back into the groove of Ochmay. So, yeah, it's been fun. But yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah, bye. Want more Latte and Foam? Check out youtube.com forward slash at Latte and Foam. That's L A T T E A N D F O A M for more videos featuring Kayla and Yana discussing Ochmay, anime, manga, and more. And don't forget to check out our latest Otome game, My Love For You Is Evermore. Search Evermore on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store to enjoy.